This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Damajetan of Sargantanis, Devi of Lich, Action Petlura of Excalibur. Thank you so much for your support over these past few years. Coming up this week on Checkpoint, in the wake of Telltale Games declaring bankruptcy and shutting down, video game developers are starting to talk about unionizing. Plus, a conversation with Arnold Herr, Chief Growth Officer of Gen.G Esports. That's all coming up on your source for esports and video game discussions, Checkpoint from Westwood One and Beasley Esports XP. Join me, Nate, Robbie Norris, and Joe for Checkpoint. Listen on demand Fridays at our website at CheckpointRadio.com. Coming to you this holiday season by the Majestic Imperial Theater Company is the award-winning live-action musical, Bangin'. Bangin' is the tragic tale of two brothers who must discover the meaning of true love and overcome adversity. He, he just suddenly banged everyone. Did you know? No! Bangin' is filled with every emotion, love, and betrayal, horror, and regret, comedy, and and surprise. Oh, look! I've been penetrated! <laughs> Your heart will fill with love listening to Bangin's ten fully lyric songs, including Do You Want to Bang a Snowman? Bangin' an Open Door? And the syndicate award-winning hit Let Me Bang. Let me bang Let me bang Can't hold it back anymore Let me bang Let me bang Turn around and lock the door Bring your family to experience the magical musical of banging This holiday season Aboard the Prima Vista's Majestic Imperial Theater Company I don't get it. And Mika. Oh my god. Limitbreakradio.com. Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 179. Guys, we're about to do a 180 and get out of here. Just three in-studio episodes left until we are officially done with Limit Break Radio. Forever. Some of us. Yeah, some of us. I mean, some of us. (laughs) (laughs) Have you decided how you're going to be continuing on the legacy, Juxta? Because it all rests on your shoulders, I I, I know that you've been looking at at rebranding to Limit Break something. Well, not Lemon Break something. That doesn't start with R. Lemon Break Rump Thing. Oh, no. What, did, what have we what done? What have we done? What have we done? <laughs> we should have just imploded it like we planned two years ago. <laughs> just have a controlled demolition and just say, fuck burn it. the whole place down. <laughs> like, like, my balls! <laughs> oh, God. Any of those gill-selling companies want to give us a bunch of money for it still? <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't had any of those offers Damn in a long it. time. 
You have, um, to have players to buy Gil from. Oh, yeah, that's true. They say, you know, Square Enix sort of killed that market economy all all on their own, didn't they? <laughs> they really. I did. mean, good on them. Good on them. They choked the life out of the Gil sellers. Okay, meme, by meme. by removing Gil by becoming the Gil sellers. Yes, so. meme image. You can't uh, have Gil sellers if you don't have a game to sell. <laughs> Uh, anyway, oh, thanks sad. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Let's kick it on over to our Aorzean studios. If you want to join us, you can feel free if you want to uh, come see the uh, the remnants of a dying game and a dying <laughs> podcast. Failing come pod- look at the, no, no, no. the catechins. Not a failing podcast. We obviously succeeded. Right. Yeah. But, right. Uh, and, and, but uh, we are a dying podcast. That's true. Yeah. We're turning technically, off, we we're are turning now. off life support. That's right. Yes. Uh, you, can join us, you can join us on the Sargentanosaurus server in the goblet fifth word plot number 30 downing that whole whole bottle of pills in three episodes <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically speaking obviously we're we're getting snapped out of existence mm-hmm. in three episodes i like that metaphor a little bit better that's that's probably the best one yeah <laughs> yeah it is uh anyway thanks for joining us uh got a lot to talk about today um including i mean we got some interesting stuff I'm there's definitely some interesting stuff going on today. there was interesting stuff last week by the way, we invite your calls. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Maybe you've been busy the last couple of weeks since we've made our announcement that this show is uh, kind of coming to its end. You, but Juxta, you didn't say what you guys are planning on doing with the show after it's done. Yeah, stop, stop trying to avoid that. Stop yeah. deflecting. What are you doing? All right, well... At the current moment, uh, after you you two guys get snapped out of here, uh, me and Nika are going to do, like... Nika and I. Me and Nika are going to do, like, three shows or so more uh, (laughs) to cover the remaining fan fests and um, big patch updates. At, like, the very least, you mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, pretty much that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, I mean are it, you going to do anything with the channel? There, there's still people that have stream on there. Bro. Okay, okay. What are you, so yeah, what are you going to stream? Are you going to be just playing games? Just a- games. A- everything except for Final Fantasy Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I think Nika said she might want to stream her raids. So, so you'll be pivoting from like a podcast format to just like a streaming format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. okay. Just do some streaming. Well, because people have been asking, what can we expect on the channel? Should we bother maintaining our sub to, yeah, to and, and Limit guys, Break Radio? And if you guys are going to kill the channel, we're yeah. taking the Get Good emote. Yeah, that's true. That's going to be ours if you guys kill the channel, so just keep that in mind. Yeah. No, it's mine. No. You better keep the channel alive, then. Staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> it means you actually have to stream Staying on alive. it, you dumb shit. Yeah. His face got real serious there. <laughs> anyway, uh, so thanks for joining us. We appreciate having you along here at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio, the new temporary home for Limit Break Radio for three more weeks. And then uh, it all goes bye bye. Well, it you, goes back. It goes back to Limit, limit Break, break Radio. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, goes bye bye from here. And we go bye bye with it. Um, if you guys haven't heard, uh, Chris uh, uh, Chris is the only one who's don't use my real name. Not included in this. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But uh, uh, Kahlo, myself, and Escalia, along with uh, Prince Clary, all uh, got jobs with Beasley Media as uh, a part of uh, Checkpoint Radio. So Checkpoint Radio has now become a part of Beasley Esports XP, and uh, that's. 
really exciting because it allows us to work full time on checkpoints. So what does that mean for the content there? It, that means actually that starting this week, starting on Monday of this week, we are going to be doing uh, Checkpoint Daily over, well, right here at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. Hashtag Mute Juxta. And is it news time yet? It's not news time, but yeah, I can hashtag Mute Juxta. I wasn't even talking. <laughs> Just for old time's sake, because the request was there. That so. was the best. Um, anyway, but, uh, but yeah. Old time's sake from old war goat there you go they're old um uh, it's all old anyway uh so yeah uh you can uh join us on monday and we are going to be doing monday through friday shows for a checkpoint right here at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio so get your daily dose of gaming news and esports news as well as uh fun discussions and and you know we're gonna be looking to do with checkpoint a little bit more of what we do here on lbr which is showcase ourselves our humor our personalities a little bit more with a a weekly national show you know like there's a lot that has to get done in very little time honestly right like you you would think you know two hours oh man that's like so much i don't know how i would fill that up and at first it was kind of weird but like now that we've been doing it for so long like it's it's actually like we have shit that we know we're gonna have to talk about and we might if we're lucky get like nine minutes somewhere in there to dedicate to you know penises no not talking about ourselves so you know like maybe we might play a game or something like that but the thing is is that we're going to have a lot more opportunities to do stuff like that on the daily show so we hope that you'll join us again that starts at 5 p.m monday through friday and of course you'll uh, join us for the national show on wednesdays like normal and we're going to be adding a number of podcasts to our repertoire uh we don't have any any announcements about that just yet because we need to you know name things and that's i don't know if you've ever tried to do that but that's the hardest fucking thing in the world really is i'm we 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 got lucky when we named limit break radio and everything since then has been uh, a mountain to climb yes it's all it's all always always hard to name things so uh anyway uh join us for checkpoint daily uh and more podcasts but checkpoint daily starts on Monday. Really Join quick, us at five. I, I want to address Gallant CP. He says, you know, not really into esports that much. Uh, uh, I would not have thought there was enough esports to fill content five shows a week. Well, here here's the thing, and I don't know how many times we we have to say this, Gallant. It's not just an esports show. It's esports and it's gaming. We try to diversify our content, so half of it is focusing on esports, and the other half is just focus on gaming stuff, just like we used to do with Final Encountercast. So even if you don't like esports, try tuning in for some of the other stuff, and the daily shows, Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday and Friday, are going to be a lot looser format, you know? This drives me fucking crazy, Mm -hmm. because this is and Gallant, I don't mean to pick on you, but this is something that our listeners have consistently come back at us with well i don't like esports so i don't it's not my, really my thing well it you're it, Kahlo, you are 100 percent right we keep equal footing 
with within esports and within the gaming community. And our, as Arjun Esper says, it's it's finally countercast with esports reporting, which is basically what it is. I mean, right down to the fact that we have a news segment that was straight up ripped out of finally countercast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's that's that is a great way to put it. It's finally countercast with esports reporting. Do we have to uh, maybe you know? Uh, um, Play up the esports angle on a lot of our marketing. Yes, we're on a lot of sports talk radio stations. It makes sense. It makes mm-hmm. sense to do that. But at the same time, though, um, you know, it's it, it, there is something of value in this show. I'm convinced. No matter what type of gamer you are, we will eventually. If maybe not in one week, but maybe in another, we will eventually end up hitting on a topic that you care about. Or a game that you actually play And we do just have Random conversations about stuff mm-hmm. and, and and so it, it, it drives me a little bit crazy Especially coming from our, our Longtime listeners or our own community When I keep hearing Yeah but esports isn't my thing Yeah but it's not just an esports show Dingus uh, uh, I, I hope that Scully doesn't get too upset at me for doing this But I just want to give you just a little taste At what some of the stuff on the outline For tomorrow's first daily show is we all have Switch. What are our thoughts? Oh, yeah. yeah. Top but, 15 but, but, gaming what? soundtracks. That's so eSports. By the way, what do you think we're all going to be talking about about the fact that we all own a Switch now? What game do you think we're going to be talking about? Could it possibly be Octopath Traveler? No, because that's not an eSport. No, it's not an eSport. But guess what? That's what the fuck we're going to talk about because it's the game that all four of us are playing. So ta-da. Now, tell me that you don't give a shit about Octopath Traveler, you Square Enix fanboys. <laughs> Yeah, and and you know what? Maybe, just maybe, because I know there's one listener out there who 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 actually did when he started listening to us wasn't into esports. Listen to us anyway because the other stuff kind of got a little bit interested, and now he actually follows esports uh, uh, pretty closely. Yeah, so. you're welcome, esports. Oh, I'm still I needed. forgot. I forgot. <laughs> your that was actually kind of wild. But sorry. yes, Gallant. Sorry, I'm not trying to pick on you uh, at all. It is the collective you guys out there who keep hearing about checkpoint when we you know talk about it is. every week and go oh but it's esports doesn't doesn't apply to me Blah. with lbr it was always if you guys hate the game so much then quit <laughs> and now it's i don't like esports so i'm not gonna listen <laughs> you just can't get away from it i know right well it'd be nice if you just talk about something besides esports every uh, once in a while i will punch you in your face seriously do you ever want a guest on that show again yeah, it'd be nice It's like 1.3 million people that hear us on the radio every week. So, you know, just saying. (laughs) Anyway. um, So, yeah, that... (laughs) Uh, if you haven't given Checkpoint Radio a shot, give it a shot because um, honestly, it's all that you're going to get of us anymore in about three weeks. Uh, so yes, uh, and by the way, you can check that out over at CheckpointRadio.com. Full episodes on demand, interviews, uh, podcasts, and a whole lot more. Lots changing with the Checkpoint Podcast as well. So make sure you download this week's episode of the Checkpoint Podcast to check out all of the specific stuff that is uh, going to be uh, changing. So one of the things, of course, that we have been plugging for a while now is uh, the Fan Fest after party. Okay, uh, that is happening. Fr- Bring Jux to back to checkpoint. I'll miss him. No, <laughs> bring him back. She'll miss me. 
That, that's a he. That I think Jeremy that's, is a he. Oh, I thought it was Carletta. No. Uh, anyway, so yes, please come join us and party with us at the Esports Arena on Friday, November 16th from 8 p.m. to midnight. That's following uh, the events of uh, FanFest. Join us over there. We're hanging out. Uh, open bar package for uh, 59, uh, 59 bucks, 54 cents, uh, just about $60. Uh, so uh, you can hang out with all of the ff14 creative community it's going to be limit break radio uh we're going to have uh, uh of course mr happy's going to be in the house uh we've got a ton of people from the ff14 creative community that are going to be joining us to help send us off it's going to be the last opportunity that you're going to have to ever party with limit break radio because after this like we said please never bring juxta back to checkpoint sure make him an intern again as backup uh, that we could probably do, uh, Sevo. I like I like that uh, that that thinking right there. Well, you know, each week we've also been slowly announcing uh, more content creators are going to be at the after party. That's right. And, last uh, week it was Narik. Did we? No, no. no last was, week was Ethis. That's the right. From down under. That's right. Uh, the week before it was Nariko Star. Yes, it was. Yes. So uh, including yes, Ethis Asher and Nariko Star. Uh, who are we announcing this week? Kooky has given us oh. uh, permission. Back. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, Kooky's coming. Has given us permission to announce. That Aya will be there, and apparently something's brewing with oh, her. Oh. Yeah, so it says uh, that we can talk about that she will, as she will be making that announcement soon. Exactly what it is that she will be bringing to the after party. Well, very cool. Looking forward to that announcement. Uh, so that actually is uh, is quite a few people that are going to be hanging out for uh, the uh, the Final Fantasy XIV com- creative community after party. Uh, come hang out with us <gasps> again. $60 gets you open bar and access to the VIP area. You have got t- not a lot of time to register uh, RSVP. Get your ticket to be able to get the VIP package for the FanFest after Just party. over one week. Just a little over one week. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Better hurry. So uh, make sure you get that done. I know that there's a couple of procrastinators out there. There was someone who was even wondering if maybe they should go in just for the party. Yes. Yes. It's going to be a that's rad like, party. That's like half of what LBR crew is going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just going for the party. <laughs> We're literally flying in for the party and then leaving. Yeah. Juxta actually asked me uh, uh, a few weeks ago after we announced, he's like, so because when Juxta drinks, if he hasn't <laughs> drank for a while... It's it like really after, hits him after like two like screwballs. I'm like already like we screwballs <laughs> screwballs screwdrivers? screwdrivers. I mean, I'm sure that same thing really screwballs probably a thing. But anyway, yeah, uh, uh, the first Yomacon yeah, they, they, they just was, they put it was goofinol insane. in it instead of alcohol. <laughs> but the second or third day, like he's built up a really fast resistance to it. So he's like, do you think I should like drink a little beforehand so I have a resistance? No, he's not going to. This is going to be a sight, guys. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a sight. It's definitely going to be uh, something not to miss. Again, you can RSVP over at our website, CheckpointRadio.com. Callow, do you remember the combination for the Red Death? No, nah, I'd have to look that up. There's like five different, five or six different types of alcohol in that thing. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when uh, uh, Heart, I mean, that's, Heart, always, that's always a fun one. Though. It is. Hartslot bought me one at our the last after party, and because uh, she didn't get the 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 open bar, and she so you know I'd mentioned the drink to her, and she had Google it and went and got it for me. It was like twenty bucks. 
Should uh, should we book you a pre-reservation in the uh, children's hospital, Juxon? I am not. Oh, he's not a Skurro. Come I'm on. Not Skurro's like Come a on. whole nother level. I don't hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> kind of surprised. Plus, Fair Bear will be there to babysit him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, a reminder to uh, come hang out and party with us November 16th, 2018. From 8 p.m. to midnight at the eSports Arena at the Luxor in Las Vegas. RSVP over at our website, CheckpointRadio.com. A couple of things. If you want to give the show a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We'd love to hear from you whether you want to talk about... Uh, I don't know uh, whether you're still playing the game, whether you want to congratulate us, whether you want to talk about what you're looking forward to the most out at FanFest. We want to hear from you. Our fourth item on the news today, which will be our last uh, news one, that that's like the big one today. I really need people to come in and give us their their take on this. I'm actually really sad Nika isn't here because, you know, uh, as the one who's normally trying to err on the side of positivity and optimism, I would have liked to see where she landed on it. But uh, once you hear this, definitely give us a call and let us know what you guys think. All right. Well, we're going to get to the news in just a minute. But I do want to remind everyone that Extra Life is November 3rd. Uh, Nika is uh, heading up our Extra Life effort effort as per normal. Uh, You can go and register for the team at extra-life.org slash team slash limit break radio. Um, all right, I guess uh, let's check out what's going on in... Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. One thing, one thing. One more thing. One more thing that I did want to mention because we haven't uh, we haven't had a chance to mention it yet oh, on, on the show. Properly, yeah. Um, is there is a GoFundMe out there for one of our list, longtime listeners of the show, Chile, to be able to attend FanFest. So uh, make sure you check it out, GoFundMe.com slash uh, send-chile. Chile to FanFest. There's dashes in there. I'm sure someone's going to paste it into the chat in just a second. Um, But if you're interested in helping out a fellow fan, get out to FanFest. That's the way to do it. He's been a huge, huge supporter of Limit Break Radio. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we just wanted to be able to uh, give that a little bit of a plug. Thank you, Lloyd. Apparently, we weren't needed because Chile's uh, GoFundMe has uh, been filled. Oh, no. 625 of 600. Oh, nice. Thanks to us just now. I no, right? We You're did, welcome, Chile. We did that all on our own. <laughs> You're welcome, Chile. Let's check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a limit breaking news update. So in case you guys were worried that the cash shop might be slowing down, fret not. They've just added six new items, including quotation mark new. Uh, okay, fine. Quotation mark new. Including a werewolf costume Ooh. for all those furries. Ooh. That's right. An authentic ghost candlestick that you can put in, you know, you like it's a furnishing, so you can put it wherever you want. Really. Yeah. Ours okay. is in the aquarium. What? We wait, we have one of these? Yeah, this is all the shit from last year. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Idiot. All right. An authentic All Saints Wake advertisement. It's a giant <laughs> poster. It's a poster. It's a, it's a poster. Yeah. Okay. Authentic pumpkin tower what? How? hang on what I, I have to ask what does an inauthentic pumpkin tower look like I, exactly? I, I don't know but all of these actually have authentic in the I know, name i'm just asking okay hold on do they even have pumpkins in eorzea <laughs> yeah o- ogre pumpkins you can actually buy and eat those i think 
Really? Yeah. Mm, okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, well obviously, there's a pumpkin tower, so... It just seems weird when something in real life is in the game. I just want to know what a counterfeit pumpkin tower looks like. <laughs> I was going to say it's made out of real pumpkin, but apparently it's made out of fake pumpkin. Uh, you can also get an authentic pumpkin pie set and an authentic pudding set. And uh, each of these can be yours for a mere $5 each. That means that three of these a items... Mere, a mere five... A lonely $5 each. Jesus. That means in Square Enix eyes, any of these three items combined is worth exactly one month of playtime. Dear God, dude. I, I, I like... <laughs> Just think, you could work at a real place for an hour and buy two of these things. Isn't that worth an hour's worth of your time? Wow. Hooding set? Y- yeah. I know when I'm at work, I am looking at the clock, counting the hours that I'm there so that I can go home and afford my pudding set. That's what I do every, <laughs> every day. Actually, no, that's not what I do every day. Now, what I do every day is I go and dick around with video games in an office until it's time to go home and I get paid the same amount every every week. It doesn't matter. I, I, I think it's pretty sweet. Actually, was saying though, that he is that he actually goes home and eats real pudding, though. For five dollars, just five dollar pudding. You like cry into it first, though, right? He probably has to share it with his dumb baby now, too. <laughs> yeah, I bet she would love pudding. I feed her yogurt. She demolishes that shit. Like, are are you the type of parent that, as you're feeding her her baby food, you also <laughs> eat it? Is as that, that happens, every parent, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Raspberry yogurt, one for you. One for me. Oh, you're still eating. One for me. One for me. Oh, you're done now. Okay. Half one for you. One, two, three, four, five for me. And I, we're, we're done. Sorry. Can, can I can I tell you can I tell you how bad of a parent I would be? Cause I'm like I'm a little bit of a weird like germaphobe, so I, I would like have separate spoons for it. Right? What? Oh yeah. No, I'm not eat I'm not eating after well, my child. Say, Fuck uh, that. Uh, I don't know where this that mouth has been. That's the reason that he has to do five for him, is because the spoon is so small. Five <laughs> equals one spoonful. <laughs> I mean they are small yeah. spoons. <laughs> All right, so staying with the season, a new contest is upon us. This one is oh, the Oh good. Is the Ogre Pumpkin Pumpkin Carving Contest. So you carve a pumpkin, you send in uh, uh, your picture and you get entered for a chance to win only one only one. Wait, yes. what? Previous previous contests have been like we're gonna we're gonna pick fifty winners and you all get like all twelve prizes, right? For this one, you only get to choose one of four prizes. The Airman Choker, the Mandregora Choker, the Bluebird Earrings, or the Noble Barding. Well, that's weird. You didn't say that uh, that new hairstyle that got added into the rotation of, like, contest things? I don't think it was in there. But they just added, like, a new hairstyle for winning some kind of stupid Halloween screenshot contest. Not not this one, though. Well, what type of hairstyle was it? Hair? <laughs> I, I, it's hold going on. No, down? no, 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 no. I, I think what you're talking about didn't. Isn't there. It's coming like, from your head. How do you want me to describe hair? Isn't there like Straight? a. Isn't there like a cloud hairstyle that if you enter the FanFest art contest, you could win? Is that what you're thinking of? Oh, is that what it is? Maybe. <gasps> I want to be cloud. No, you Well, don't. the deadline's over, I wa- so you can't. I want to make sure that you can't be cloud. Oh, it's over? Okay, yeah. good. Plus, have you ever Thank seen God. him try to do anything artistic? I mean, I've seen him try to do cosplays a couple of times. Do you was, hold on? Do you remember the stream overlay that he tried to do <laughs> in MS Paint? 
I used the, the, the spray can tool. Yeah. No, I don't think I remember that. Oh, it was bad. Oh, you can just check it out on, on, our, you could probably, uh, on our Twitch channel. You could probably yeah, just probably. Google it and it'll pop up, oh, honestly. Yeah. I used it for a while. So for the fifth anniversary of Final Fantasy XIV, Square Enix let fans vote on their top 50 favorite songs from the game. You may remember us giving critique on the top 20 of these oh, songs. Oh, yeah, because the Tsukiyomi song was the best one ever. Apparently. Yeah. So that collection... Wait, no, that's not accurate. I mean, yes. It's, it's accurate. It's the best one. No, it's by, not. By a committee of losers. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but that collection's now available for pre-order and comes with the bonus song answers, which we knew. But also, Soken himself has made three chiptunes versions of songs off of this collection that oh, you will also kinda, get along with it. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I like that. Hopefully they're good songs. Uh, all right, guys. Now, this is the big one. You may remember last episode, uh, we talked about a few translated notes from a Korean interview with Yoshi P. Turns out not all of the gems of that particular talk were picked up on, as we now have a piece from that interview where Yoshida was asked about the possibility of FF14 going free to play. Now, this is interesting for several reasons, but one of the things I want to preface this with is that about a year ago, right about around this time, Yoshida said the quote that if 80 to 90% of players wanted it, the game would go free to play. So this is what he had to say now, and it's, it's a bit lengthy, so we'll kind of work our way through it bit by bit. So, in response to the game going free to play, he says, Absolutely not. It's a business after all, and we look at profits through games. However, we consider the close trust between developers and players than simply trying to maximize the profit in a short period of time hmm. as we add six items from last year yeah to a cash that's shop. what i was just thinking like there's an awful lot of uh items being added to the cash shop on the same now, week now, that he's saying on. that shit to be fair remember most of these items well not these ones but sometimes they add items from like the chinese or the korean game because they like buying stuff and obviously by putting these items over in all your other cash shops that is not trying to maximize profits at all and definitely just making everyone ch- and charging everyone for subscription every single month instead of just like letting people play when they want to play, that is also not maximizing profits. And making somehow. sure that you have some type of content dropping every single month by like, you know, taking all of your patch content and stretching it out as long as you can, definitely not. Mm. He goes on. Mm. Games like hmm. Dragon Quest Builder recently released in Korea and FF14 are similar in that sense. It's all about that. If these guys made this game, it's a safe bet to pay and likely to enjoy it myself. It's much beneficial for us in the long run. Uh, what? Yeah, I, that, I'm not really sure what that was. Remember, these are also... He say, he's talking about how it's uh, goodwill of a company. It's like, oh, if Square Enix made this uh, a Dragon Quest Builder game, it's probably good because it's by Square Enix, so we should buy that game. Is that... I don't think that's what he's driving at. It's not? What's he driving so. at? I mean, I think he's drawing some kind of direct comparison to Dragon Quest Builder and FF14's optional additional payment items maybe i don't know i don't know anything about dragon quest builder yeah yeah remember this this is the interview that was translated from korean to japanese to english so there could be some weird you know translation errors in there or whatnot but yeah yeah. i I mean i just i don't know uh i'm yeah all right so this next one in the developer's perspective we think that quick profit is not the right way 
Even if 14 is making sizable profits surprisingly well, we do not want to push players to reach further in their wallet. Instead, it would be better to encourage at least two to three times the population with lower spending per individual, establishing a healthy continuation of three to five years in sight. Hence, we have no plan for free to play at all. That sounds to me like they're saying we want people to play long term. Yeah, really? Well, it's not ref- really. it's not reflected in their content. And here's the thing is that, you know, I, I, I and it occurred to me the other day is that a lot of the unlocks that you now pay money to be able to unlock. Right. You used to just be have to do incredible feats inside of the game to be able to unlock that kind of stuff. Make, that feels good, though, when you do something incredible and you get something for it. Exactly. Which I think is the reason like that's part of the reward system out of the game itself Mm -hmm. now i mean you know when your game has seven different types of currencies and you know it's trying to balance all of the different rewards and get you to shell out like that to me flies completely in the face of like oh we think that quick profit is not the right way to do that like it Okay, maybe maybe you can take that defensible stance with FF14 specifically because it is all, you know, cosmetic items, right? Mm-hmm. Except for the jump potion, that's a bit different. But because it's all cosmetics, it it really doesn't end up impacting the the way the like the game um the ecosystem the way that other games do poison the well in that way mm-hmm. um so you know I, I i don't know i don't know that there's a feature in ff14 that they could lock behind a paywall that suddenly becomes attractive enough for me to go yeah i want to i i, I want to spend the money to get that not if i'm similarly, also paying a sub similarly they don't ask the player to do anything that spectacular as a player to be able to unlock that kind of stuff either so i, I don't know i'm ambival- i'm ambivalent about it like I I think that that is consistent with the way that they've developed the game. I don't think it's consistent with the rest of the industry, with the way that the publisher operates, and uh, is likely a matter of time before somebody else wills out over that point of view. Well, and, and and you talk about the fact that within this game now there there isn't a whole lot that feels like we're asked to do spectacular things. I mean, yes, you have the raids or the ultimate fights, but by and large. To me, a lot of FF14 is more of a social game, which is apt for this next uh, uh, part here. He says, so in addition to this, the social game market in Japan is in rough condition. Many games do not last past two months. And the way I see it, it's the broken trust between the developers and the players because the developers only look at profits and nothing else. The only thing left out after all of these games are born and dead are characters and IPs. He goes on to uh, say that it's hardly able to tell whether whatever whoever made these characters and these games IPs after the companies vanished. And it's the same end for us if we were to employ similar methods of operation. However, we believe games or musics need to have a sort of culture cultivated instead of merely leaving with characters and IPs. Okay, so hold hold on. What exactly is a social game? I would think something like what uh, uh Oh, sh- like 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 Neopets was a social game, or uh, um, 
I didn't play a whole lot of Ragnarok, but that's like one where you basically just like dress your character up and stuff, isn't it? Mm, Ragnarok Online? Yeah. No, it was an MMO. Was it? You fought slimes and, you know, casted spells. All right. Well, anyway. Except a- Chad. I mean, what? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Maple Story. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking it up because, uh, uh, let's see, Creative Verse. Probably a lot of stuff that we've never heard of because it is probably more of a Japanese culture thing. Fantasy Tales Online, Hello Kitty Online, stuff that I think sort of encourages more social play than hardcore grinding and stuff like that, right? Okay, so yeah, yeah, like so. maybe like something that Second where you, Life where you would there buy, you go. A, okay. buy a house, yes. dress your character up, buy furnishings for your house. Yes. Uh role play your house to have like different tags so people know like what kind of experience wait, they're wait, getting wait, into. Wait, wait, hold on. You're you're describing FF fourteen. Maybe have some kind of RP fishing emote as well. Oh wait, I am describing Final Fantasy fourteen, aren't I? Well, that's not true because because the end game in fourteen is glam glamour. Well, well, the thing is, is that that's also what they're attaching their additional profit margin to their additional revenue stream to right they're monetizing ff14 in the same way that a lot of those social games monetize their game it's all in cosmetics okay but are those social games free to play or are they subs most of them i believe that i just listed are free to play okay so square enix basically has a social game and but we're also paying a sub, but we're also having to pay a whole, or buy a whole bunch of stuff through the cash shop because it has also a simple MMO attached to it as well. I mean, it's basically got a very uh, you know like turned down version of WoW for battle mechanics on top of it. Mm-hmm. So that makes it different. That actually does turn it from a different category from a social game. But they still want you to play the social game aspect and pay for it. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're right because the MMO aspect is in there. It's not a social game. But is it not all of the social is. game aspects that we've bristled at that they've added? You know the shit like that they keep adding to. Yeah, no, I that agree. They push forward with all their new stuff and new implementation. Yeah. It's, Meanwhile, the MMO aspect is dying because they have four bosses every single raid tier. People act like this going to free to play. Like even Yoshi, like this going to free to play would be a bad thing. At this point, no, it, it wouldn't. wouldn't. Free to play for Final Fantasy fourteen would be technically up to level fifty. You get to play for free anyhow. Your free account can go up to level fifty, and he said in in the past that as expansions come out, they will continue to raise that cap. This so is it's already, a free to play game. It's already kind of free to play. Y'all just charging for it. It Pretty goes much. on, and 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 you guys can get even more incensed in a minute here. So it goes on. If we look at free-to-play and its profit model, we're going to walk the same plank these social games in Japan have walked on. We're definitely going to avoid that in the first place by not doing it at all. Global FF14 is incredibly profitable for us right now, and we want to assure you that we're holding the same future as we promised to the adventurers when they first started. Do you feel like they've uh, kept any promises they made to you when you first started playing this game? No. Because you've been playing since the beginning. Yeah. Okay. No, I I I don't. Um and 
You know, because I feel like the promises that were made was that this was going to be an MMO, not a social game. I understand that MMOs have had aspects of social games as a part of them for a long time. There have been custom housing, um, you know, glamoring, glamoring, that kind of stuff. Those are all actually really good additions to an MMO. But when you start doing 50% development in the social game aspect and 50% development in your MMO aspect, then it's broken. And I think that they've brought too many people onto the staff that know shit about the social game and don't know anything about the MMO. You need to bring back people who know some shit about MMO development and you need to bring them back in a fucking hurry. Fuck all of this, you know, uh, Lords of Verminion bullshit. Fuck all. Fuck everything in the gold saucer. The gold saucer needs to end development right now. Everything in there, anything associated with it, housing is done. Okay, well, we don't have, you don't have need blitz ball yet. Uh, 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 finish the mannequins. <laughs> finish the mannequins, but housing is done. Mini games are done. Side games are done. What about new furnishing? Can blitz ball cancel blitz ball? Cancel it and snowboard. Tell and and tell and you need and because it was pro- was that a feature that was promised? Did Blitz they, ball? Yeah. Did no. They, no. That's what everyone assumed was coming. Because why would you no, ever? No, 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 no. Why hold would on. you ever tout swimming as a feature? No. Hold on. Blitz ball is something they have planned because we had an interview where Yoshi P said that they are currently struggling with how to implement whether or not you actually play or whether or not you coach. Okay. So, so, so yes. it's not so cancel. It's not so cancel it. Just just cancel the feature. Cancel it outright. Announce that it's been canceled. Cancel all development on PvP. PvP is fully developed. Consider it done. Cancel all developments on raids. Raids are done. Cancel all developments on dungeons. Dungeons are done. When you say developments, you mean like adding stuff to them? Correct. Just now, make new stuff. Now, take your alliance raids. Make them worth doing. Re- restructure your rewards. Reanalyze your reward structure. Now, go back to the to the dungeons that are being completely unused and untouched and figure out how to reincentivize participation in those. Okay? Those are the tasks that's that Square Enix has got to figure out with Final Fantasy 14. And as far as I'm concerned, kill the raids forever. Just develop EX fights because they're the exact same thing. Cancel raids. Mm-hmm. Just do it. There's no reason to keep it going. The 1% of the fucking community that gives a shit about the rating in this game is not. It, yeah, you know what? They're going to go. They're going to abandon this game. Spoilers, they already abandoned the game. But, but guess what? That's not going to tank the game or its popularity or its core base. You've got your core. Your core are weeaboo trash. That's what your core is. Just accept it. Now, develop an MMO that they actually want to play, and they might actually bring some of their friends back. Look at FF11. FF11 is an actual fucking MMO. And at some point, I don't know when this is going to be. I don't know when this is going to be because, of course, Square Enix is never going to release this data. But at some point, the concurrent logins for Final Fantasy 14 and Final Fantasy 11 are going to do this. They're going to they're going to cross and Final Fantasy 11 will actually have a higher logged in player population than FF 14. It will happen. Because Final Fantasy XI is a game that you can play far more long term than you can FF14. 
It seems like let me got... set a sign in front of my table. Convince me otherwise, <laughs> motherfuckers. Change my mind. That's right. Now, after and to do that, give us a call at Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash discord. Now, you would think after that epic and very poignant argument there that that would have been the end of that news story. But we have one last paragraph, one last thought from Yoshi P. And this is the cherry on top, guys. At this point, he notices someone in front of him has a Rockstar sticker on their laptop. And he says, that's a company that made the GTA series. If I were to run a game company, I want to run it just like that. There's certainly a sense of trust in the thought of it's the company that made the GTA series. I would like to point out that GTA 5 has been the most profitable game in history. Really? It is is a free-to-play game. That is a free-to-play game game yoshi p just got done telling us ff14 will never go free to play the online mode in it is free to play you gotta buy you still gotta buy the game you still gotta buy the game just just a small i can already see the twitch chat starting you know what i mean and here's now one of the caveats i'd like to make this whole discussion we've been having when he refers to free to play he's literally talking about a game that you can download it and play it and if you don't want to spend a dime at any point you don't have to. That's not the type of free-to-play that we're talking about, right? And we said this multiple times. We pointed to games like uh, 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 the Star Wars MMO or to games like Elder Scrolls Online, right? Where you don't have to pay a subscription. You buy the game, obviously. There's like your down payment into it. And then you can have other incentives within the game to have people spend their money. Whether it be a cash shop with, with uh, 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 glamour and stuff like that. Or unlocking other content as they slowly come out with it but the point is do not charge people an absorbent monthly fee for bullshit that nobody has asked for and in this interview he says grand theft auto does it right you buy the game and if you want to buy other stuff you can i mean i that, uh, listen, Final Fantasy fourteen is not GTA, and never will be, and never ever will be. But the thing is, is that I don't think that that mindset is good for an MMO developer to have. I want my MMO to be like Grand Theft Auto. Think about this for a fucking second here. I want my MMO to be more like Grand Theft Auto. Granted, Grand Theft Auto has a really good online mode. Sure does. A lot of fun. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of fucking money, too. But I want my MMO to be more like Grand Theft Auto online. That... That doesn't even call itself an MMO. I don't think it would even... It would bristle if someone called it an MMO. What do you mean I'm an MMO? Get the fuck out of here. He no. just wants to be as successful as them, and he wants people to trust them the way we used to trust you, Yoshi. You burned us, though. Make an MMO. Make an MMO. That's all I want from you, Yoshi P. I don't want you to turn FF14 into fucking Grand Theft Auto. I don't want you to turn it into goddamn Dragon Quest. I don't want you to turn it into goddamn FF11. I don't want you to turn it into WoW. I mean, make it more like at least WoW knows that it's making an MMO. You know, apparently recently he actually went on a tour at Blizzard, too. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, another thing that it mentions in this interview is Was that, he begging for help on his hands and knees? Because I don't know what he cunt? actually did there, but he, he he went there to like meet a, like a group of the developers. Apparently when they met him, like they were all wearing FF14 shirts. <laughs> but like ironically, like, fucking right? suck ups. Like Blizzard, can you guys like give him a little bit of help, right? Like just, just teach him a thing or two. You're making an MMO. It's not a social game. It's not Grand Theft Auto. Fucking make an MMO. God, this is so fucking infuriating. Yeah, people in the chat are like, what are you talking about, Yoshi? That logic makes my head hurt. <sighs> yeah. Let's go to our phone line and talk to Laro Felix of Sergeant Tanis. What's going on, Laro? Hey, guys. Uh, first off, just want to say congratulations on moving up, moving on. Thank getting you. Goals, getting a good job. Appreciate it. Um, about the free-to-play, I was talking to my friends about this. We We don't think it would work if they keep what they have uh, in their, in, like in their cash out, the dies and the emotes and the, and all that other stuff. If they, if they go free to play, they, they cancel the subs. They say, okay, um, you guys want more than 30 inventory slots. Give us a dollar. Um, you guys want to continue rating, but you want to reset your, your weekly cap for more than once during the week. Give us $5 a week to do that. You know, stuff like that. It, it would have to be quality of life that, people would want to pay for i guess but then but if you go free to play you're getting all of the people who don't want to spend any money so i don't know how many quote-unquote hardcore players are going to want to keep playing when the game goes free to play and then spend money on resetting their weekly caps or getting more inventory like stuff like that you're gonna have to disagree with you because i did the exact thing playing elder scrolls online i'm like look it's free nate or, or nero bought it for me I don't have to pay anything. And at the time, I didn't have the money to pay anything. And after just a few days of it and seeing what the benefits were of subbing to it, yeah, but I'm I, like, I think, shit, I feel like, like like these guys deserve my fucking money. Well, no, but I think what he's, what he's more referring to is, um, you know, like the way that uh, Star Wars The Old Republic would charge you for a second ability bar. A second hot mm-hmm. bar. Yeah. That's, I think, more the kind of like nickel and diming that, that Laro might okay, be referring so, so to. Okay, so are, are you just saying that you don't think that Square enix has the capacity to do it because it's it's been done like like the concept is proven it can work you just don't think think that square enix has the the brains to be able to pull it off not necessarily the brains i think they understand that what they have i I don't want to say it's working because people are unhappy with the game but their model works people were willing to pay their subs if they just fix their content but that's a whole other conversation so they know that they're making a lot of money they have a lot of subs if they go free to play and they don't change it they would i think run themselves out of business so they would have to like nate said or excuse me nero said nickel and dime for everything that would improve your gameplay experience i don't think so i think you make that sub optional you have to turn it off though don't just cancel everybody's subs make it optional because you're gonna make a bunch of money just from people who are too dumb or lazy to go and cancel the sub and then you just up your cosmetic shop uh uh production add more stuff actually start adding real stuff not just fucking putting in pie sets 
and I think that they would be fine. Well, yeah, I, I mean, and that's one of the things that Elder Scrolls Online actually did very well is that it has so much stuff in there that it actually rotates the stuff in and out, right? Like, there's different, um, you know, armor designs that you can get out of there. But they've designed so many fucking different sets of armor that it's like every month it's a different mm-hmm. armor set. So, you know, there are some consistent ones. There are some variable ones. So it always makes you kind of go like, oh, I wonder what's going on right there right now. Not to mention, when you come out with uh, new content, whether it's Eureka or a new raid, if you're subbed, yeah, you still get access to all that. If you're right. not subbed and you don't want to sub, pay a one-time fee of 20 bucks to unlock it, and then you have access to it forever. I, I mean, I don't know. I just, at this point, I sort of feel like there's really nothing that Square Enix can do to uh, that that there's nothing that they can afford to take away to take the game free to play to be able to get that job done right it's sort of like they've got to take everything that they have because i feel like already what we get in terms of content updates don't it's not enough to earn my 12 you know 13 bucks 14 bucks a month right so right. if that's the case that even just given what we have the game should be free to play they should not absolutely under no circumstances should they take anything away to take the game free to play that would be both insane and the height of hubris to think that they could live through that laro you want to jump in there? Um, I would agree. So with, with Callow's other point, uh, when, when he was reading the GTA um, article, or Yoshi talking about GTA, I think what Yoshi essentially is, is trying to say is, because I, 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 I like Square Enix. I usually buy whatever they make because it's, it's, it's good for 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 most cases. I used to um, think so that. So he, he's <laughs> basically saying, Yes, everybody loves Rockstar. Whatever they make, people buy it and they make a shit ton of money. Um, I want 14 to be like that. And good luck, I, fucker. It's not going to happen. He so he's he's already said that they're not really thinking about changing their their content model or anything like that. So I don't know how he can expect people to trust Square Enix with 14 and just say yes i'm all in i'm gonna gonna keep playing keep paying a sub for a game that people have been saying for i don't know the past two three years now it feels the same um well you you know what else is funny uh, about that quote is he he doesn't say i'd like to run 14 like that he says that if i were to run a, a game, game company. company which to me is him sort of admitting like yeah in order to get to that point we'd have to fucking start all over again <laughs> it also tells me that he has no real power in square enix that i actually mm. you know what that's actually a thought that i that had occurred to me as well is that like how, know, how much higher do you need to be at square enix to say you run a game company true yeah i mean i don't know like you know Maybe your last name has to be on the fucking company. Like, I mean, granted, I, there's no one named, you know, Mr. Hi, Mr. Square Enix. You know what I mean? But orange air check wild outlandish statements. Check Yoshi P is Trump confirmed. Oh, wow. damn, Morgan. That's a low shots. That's a low blow right there. Um, But, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, I think that there may be something to that. I think that we 
automatically think that he's got a ton of pull around there. And he might. He very well might. But it's not. At the end of the day, nothing is his decision you know he's maybe he'll have an idea for something he's got to run it by somebody else to see it through i don't know i don't know exactly what the 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 um relationships are like inside that company but I, i mean you're right that statement does tell me something i don't know what it is but it tells me something something not good yeah anyway laro thanks for the call we appreciate it Thanks for taking me, guys. Uh, so if you want to give us a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, limitbreakradio.com slash Discord. Maybe you'd like to argue with us. Maybe you'd like I'd to... I'd really like really bad professor to call in because I'm not going to argue with him in chat, but he seems to think, he says, people are subbing for the hot mess that is Battle for Azeroth. Why the fuck is this even a subject? Call in and ask that, and let's actually have a real discussion about this so I'm not just yelling at my tablet. Yeah. That that would be nice. That would be nice because a lot of times, whether it's you know, tarot tarot or uh, any number of uh, you know, are what M U R A. That was the oh, other one. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, if, however number many of bad trolls we have in our chat, it's always a little bit more uh, effective and honest when you know people call the show. We you know we we keep phone lines open for a reason. Um, and it's to be able to give you guys a platform. We're not screening calls to make sure that you're going to say everything that we want you to say. We're screening your calls so we make sure that you're not, A, breathing down the microphone. We've had that problem. B, you have a real microphone or an actual phone. Or C, that we can just, in general, hear your dumb shit that you're going to spew on this show. Uh, so that's it. That Those are the only reason we screen calls around here. So if you want to actually give us a call and explain your dumb ramblings in our chat room then go ahead it's really easy limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord that's all you need it'll get it done um but maybe you want to argue with us about why ff14 is never going to go free to play um maybe you do think that it should go free to play either way give us a call limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 715-LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Nutella Waffles of Adam and Toys. What's going on, Nutella? It's going good. And by the way, congratulations, guys, um, on getting, you know, Checkpoint Radio to go where it is. I'm really, really happy. And I miss catching those, uh, your rate, your live show streams. I do raid at that time, so I can't catch them. And I miss that. Well, we, we'll uh, starting, starting on Monday, we're going to be there at 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. So unless you're raiding five days a week, then uh, you can uh, you can join us uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern uh, right here at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. But appreciate it. What's going on, Nutella? Well, you know, back to what you were saying, you know, call in and dissent. I'm going to offer some dissent sure. again. Okay. I don't think they should stop doing developing raids, especially the Savage raids. Yes, it should. I think Savage should only be the bosses and normal mode should be a little bit longer. Make you go through a zone, feel like it's part of a story and not what they did with Omega. But the thing for me with Savage is it gives players a goal to shoot for to become better players. And that's why I think if they were to stop developing it, and focus only on EX Primals because EX Primals, you know, they're cakewalks. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying that there is no difference between the two. Just be honest about it 
and call them EX primals. Still develop the fights, but call them, you know, call them primal fights or whatever. I I mean, I don't know, you know, what, but make them consistent among, you know, the raid and the the EX primals and whatever. Call them all one thing. It's an eight-man fight in a circle room with a boss. Call it all one fucking thing. Don't don't separate the two things because there is virtually no difference between the two. For this tier, yes. For Omega, yes. There's I the first you know Delta Escape came out. I said the exact same thing. These are just freaking primals on steroids. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I mean, I missed out on Coil. I, I Coil was the exception. That. I will grant an exception for Coil. I will grant a smaller exception for Alexander, normal mode. Mm. Um, and mostly because, again, I started out with Alexander. That's what got me into rating, and I, I loved it. I thought the fights were fun. They were interesting. Uh, they were mechanically very well designed, except for A6 and that goddamn gauntlet. But, you know, whatever. I can t- complain about that all day long, but I'm not going to. Um, but... For me, when it comes down to the Savage Raids, they're more mechanically difficult than EX Primal. And EX Primal should just be is something you just do for funsies. Whereas a Savage Raid, you're doing it, you're focused, you're laser targeted in on that goal, that kill. And a lot of them, especially with uh, Alpha Escape, they are much more difficult than anything I've seen uh, previously. I missed out on Gordius, so uh, I can't comment there. I did... A five and a six, so the first two turns for um, Midas, and then I cleared Creator. This tier is much more difficult than Creator and is honestly a much better design than anything they've put in previously, excluding Coil, because I've done Coil, you know, unsynced and stuff, not while it was relevant, but I even say what I've seen of Coil, that's what they need in these raids. Savage. You know, yeah, maybe you can just narrow it down because nobody for Savage, there's no point in having those trash mobs. It's you're going, there's no story reason, there's no lore reason. You're just going to basically kill a goddamn boss. But how much more, to- but, but how much better could these be and how much more content th- could they produce in this way instead of having their ex primal team over here and their raid team over here? If they just said, look, the. They're the same damn thing, right? So put these teams together. Let them work together to create more stuff is what he's saying. There's no need to have a primal team and a raid team. They're developing the same type of content. And so far as I can tell, uh, the two stories between uh, the continuing primals and the raids both suck. So why not just condense it all down into one type of event and cut out? Cut. I mean, if we're if we're at the point where Square Enix is listening to criticism like oh there were too many trash mobs in first turn of coil and it was too it took too long ads was such a pain in the ass blah 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 if they're listening to that type of criticism then cut out all of the bullshit get rid of the um the uh pretense of calling it a raid and call it all one type of content and then i don't know make it even easier on your story team and write it all into the same fucking lame story so i don't have to do two bits of lame story i only have to do one well 
I think there's players out there who have zero interest in the raids from the start, even going back to coil. They just wanted to, you know, do their casual shit and whatever. But for me, I do have a very deep interest in the raids, not just for the story. Like I said, I think Omega was really, really bad. I mean, I'm tired of them making, you know, uh, villains that I'm supposed to sympathize with, you know, at the end. I just want a fucking villain I can hate, you know. Um, so so explain to me what the actual functional difference between an EX, an EX primal and a raid boss is. So the functional difference I mean, if you, yes, you, before I get into this, I do want to say, yes, when you strip it down, everything, yes, it is just a boss in a circle, square, rectangle, whatever arena. So that is so, at its course. So, so the end. Because if you're about to say that, it, if you're about to say that it's difficulty, you can have varying difficulties. You yeah, don't have that, to call them something that's different. That's what S- Savage Bahamut was. And, and, Look and, at World and, of Warcraft. Raid Finder, Normal, Heroic, Mythic. And, and he, they change vastly in their mechanics as well. And here's my, my, my prime problem with that, is that, you know, like Square Enix takes these two essentially identical pieces of content, separates them by a little bit of bad story, and goes, hey, they're two completely separate different functions of this game. No, the fuck they aren't no the fuck they aren't no they're not maybe the full alliance raids that's actually something a little bit different because you're dealing with different amounts of people that you can sell differently to me than a fucking ex primal fight and or raid those are the same things in my head dungeons you can sell to me differently because it's four-man content that makes it different okay there is no functional difference between an ex primal and a raid fight so cut out all of the window dressing in the bullshit call them the same fucking things don't sell them as two completely different functions uh you know as a part of your game and oh by the way why don't you develop something interesting instead that will also attract people and uh uh yeah that thing was not eureka that was terrible terrible execution on that and and i mean let's like to me, it has more to do with the honesty surrounding the marketing of the game than it does the functionality of the game itself. Because that's fine. You can like raids all you all day long. You can like uh, the challenge that they present. You can like the ultimate and the, the race to be able to finish ultimate and what that represents. None of it has to change by simply saying these two pieces of content are identical and giving us something to actually fill that void that exists in between it and not another you know oh it's it's a it's a primal fight but you know you have the option of doing it normal or ex like that shit is just not getting it done for me i can respect that i mean it, it's especially with the um uh the savage raids they're definitely not for everyone functionally they work differently than ex primals because ex primals you see them once you know pretty much all the mechanics for um for the mechanics that work differently in savage it works mechanically differently the mechanics will change you it's hard to explain 
the mechanics don't the, the mechanics don't change it just takes longer to get to the phase changes they're longer fights they're tuned to be more difficult i get that i understand that i understand that they're a bump up actually from ex uh primal fights because i used to do ex primals for weapons all the time and i was doing uh raiding and there is a considerable difference between the difficulty of the two i'm not saying change the difficulty i'm not even saying add less of the fights i'm I'm saying call it the same thing because that's exactly what it is. In fact, you can probably end primal fights. You can just end them. Like just stop. Just stop. You're going to run out of primals eventually. What what do we need more primals for? I mean, it's continuing on a po- a, a, a plot point that is so thin and, and and threadbare at this point that I don't even understand why primals are such a existential threat anymore. We've been dealing with them for so long and so offhandedly. They that stuck out our aethers. Oh no. But the, what does that mean? We'll it, die. Heidelin's broken. The crystal's gone. The mother crystal's gone. It ceases to have any purpose. What is the? What does it matter if the world gets drained of aether? Oh no! Is it going to look like the burn? We Ooh. fixed that. We fixed that. Though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my fucking point. That's exactly my point. Like it does X Aetherite. It doesn't. It, it like like honestly, primal fights don't make sense anymore. Uh, stop developing them. Fine, call them raids if you want to. I just think that that actually takes some of the shine away from the alliance raids. What what I would love to see in 5.0 is some teeth put on the the fucking alliance raids and just you know classify raids and ex primals in that same category and move the fuck on. Or if you since we know it's creating loves their whole copy paste go ahead and keep your alliance raids but also give more difficulty tiers yes so now you can have a savage uh savage evilies yeah and then oh why not that's now we have free company content why is there not more content that you know like older content that is like remade for uncapped parties right like dungeon content that you could run uncapped but it's still hard Right? Like, why isn't that a thing? That That is a thing in a, a vast majority of MMOs. Right? Like, wh- how is scalability not something that Square Enix can fucking figure out at this point? Is that... Am I the only one that's frustrated by that? Because I am incredibly frustrated by that. So... Well, I, de- well, I definitely joined the group of I'd love to see harder four-man content. Um, yeah, but the, you know. we say that, and then they give us fucking heaven on high. Yeah. Did that get it done for anyone that wanted really hard <laughs> four-man content? Because uh, Mika nope. did it once. Oh, good. Great. That's our litmus uh, test for things now. Mika <laughs> did it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nutella, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. He's gone. I guess he's gone. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord to give us a call, whether you agree or disagree. We want to hear from you. Um, I mean, at this point, you know, I've got nothing to hold back uh, for, you know, for this game. In three weeks, I don't have to talk about it anymore. Um, but I, I mean, dream. I just, I don't, I, 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 I legitimately 
struggle to understand how a team of such talented people can miss out on such obvious insights that we here on the show are able to make. Not just us, but the people who call up to the show all the time. It's, it's not just us. It's not just me and you. Some of the people in the chat are making out like we're these big villains that can never be pleased. It isn't just us. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I, I Sorry. I, I just, I remembered signing up for an MMO and not a social game. And it's become more a social game than it has an MMO. And all, you don't need to take my word for it. Yoshi P said it himself. The greatest trick the devil caused was making you pay a sub for a social game. <laughs> I mean, that is a hell of a magic trick. I will give him that. Because social games... You don't Tanya's need- right. She said, Kyle, you're tainted by the WoW disease. Yes, I've played a good game. <laughs> I'll say it. Uh, Damn. Uh, I mean, because that's the thing is that social games don't require the same type of development that MMOs do. They don't require the same type of balancing that MMOs do. And actually, that sort of explains why each job is is sort of yeah, just sort of like a a copy paste version of the of every other job in its category. And it just the animations are different. That's really all it is. Just the glam is different. Yep. Hmm. We've been paying a subscription fee for a social game, guys. Um, Can you not say that out loud? (laughs) Don't say it out loud. (laughs) This realization is... uh, It's kind of sad, actually. You're only only just now, like, having it. Like, like, I guess, yes, just now sort of attaching the social game part to it. But we've been saying forever that we're paying for a game that should be freemium. No, 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 no. And that all of us... No, I just didn't want want to accept that MapleStory 2 had more MMO aspects than this game does. Uh, A few people in our chat have even been saying, like, MapleStory 2 is better than FF14. What a sad, sad world. It may be true. I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, don't have it in me to load up maple story um if i hated myself more i might oh you know what you need that, hmm, people might actually like to see like you log into maple story just to see if it is indeed better than ff14 <laughs> you really think so i think so no i don't sub goal huh? you know what you know what what there is no sub goal that could make <laughs> me do that <laughs> there just isn't sorry uh, i mean you could try after party VIP RSVP goal. What if we just get all? Yes, <laughs> if we, all of Vegas if we get all RSVPs. Of, if we get all of the the deposit back, <laughs> that's all he cared about. <laughs> <laughs> Juxta over here, just thinking about the money. Just looking less. The deposit. Less. Look, excuse me, excuse me. Take a page from Yoshi's book. You can't just think about the money. You have to think about the fans and the players. Okay. Otherwise, you're just going to break the trust. <laughs> we do it for the fans. I mean, we have to. We have no one else to do it yeah, for. That's, that's true. <laughs> if we did it, if we were doing it for ourselves, we'd just stay home at that point. Just go, eh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I just, at this point, I'm not holding out a whole lot of hope for FanFest. For, yeah. the, for the fest itself. For the... <laughs> 
for the yes. fest. Let's, the let's, after party is going to be lit AF. Yeah, uh, uh, Tanya, Tanya no, said, no, no, yeah, know, the if, party's going to be awesome. I'm just saying the information at FanFest itself, I have a lot. I'm very deeply troubled. Yeah, by. yeah. Tanya says, you know, will we'll Kahlo and Nero come back if 5.0 is good? First of all, it's pretty subjective because what you think is good is obviously very different from what we think is good. But the best Square Enix can hope from, from me with 5.0 is if I feel like the story has more potential than what Stormblood did, then I may pay for two or three months throughout the years to do the MSQ. Yeah, that's the I, best I they'll get from I'll, me. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll likely, I'll likely keep up on the MSQ. That's pretty much the only <laughs> quotation marks good part about this game. Yeah. And yes, Tanya, I know that WoW also has social aspects, but it also has me fighting like nine raid bosses in a single tier. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Malkyria Delenfer from Sergeant Tannis. What's going on, Malkyria? Not much. Just sitting here warming up with my macchiato. Uh, right on. Are you, are you, are you wearing UGG boots, too? <laughs> no. Oh, that's so basic. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, Malkyria? Um, not much. Okay. So I have... I, I think I I don't know how to how to say this, but I think I would actually be okay with fourteen going free to play. And I have a list of reasons. Like I have them written down and everything. Um if if it's okay with, with Kahlo, I'll Go for it. I I'll, I'll whisper him the link. Um I mean you can just tell us some of these reasons if you want. Yeah, with, I mean you're you're on the it, phone. It's easier to uh to hear text through through uh through your mouth, so. Yeah, but like but like this is this is more like too warm to represent a point, but you know. I mean you uh, can also okay. whisper it to me. Yes. <laughs> uh okay, so reasons why I why I would be okay with 14 um going free to Was anyone is. else actually expecting her to literally whisper this like <laughs> everything else <laughs> going on? Sorry. Um, it's okay. Um, okay. So, reason number one, I don't have to pay monthly to keep my house. Like half the reason why I have my sub is because I want to keep my house. Ah, like, yes, I, Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> or is that brow beating? Because because I, I, I felt so good because I was like, yeah, I got my dream plot after like after like a year of waiting and and this opened up after having my dream stash of not getting my other dream plot um uh go. Then I nabbed this and I'm like, well, shit, I just locked myself into um into uh, a commitment that I don't know if I can uh, if I'm going to be able to reason myself with that. I got my job and then it was like it was all good. I don't have to worry about that. Like, <laughs> like part of the reason why I I I um I pay for I pay for my sub that way with that reasoning is because it still doesn't make any sense for for um for fourteen to be like oh yeah so if you get an FC house any one of your FC members can can uh, can come in and reset the timer yeah but fuck your tenants. They're, they're, they're just there. If you don't log in, well, shit, well, fuck them. Right. Fuck them. They, they just lose their, um, they just lose, uh, their rent. Um, so it's mostly the house then. It's mostly the house. Yeah. Like I love, I love having a house. Like it, it gives me the, it gives me some semblance of, of, of playing a social a game. Conf. Yeah. No, that's more, pretty much, no, I mean, that's like no, a huge more, aspect, isn't it? 
No, it's more I ha- I, I I have I have like some sense of accomplishment in 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 a way because it's like yeah I'm successful in this in this game. But you don't have a house in real life. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're homeless in real life. No, no, no. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I live with I live with my parents. Um. Ah. Okay. Rent and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. What do you call it? Uh, second reason is why I would be okay with 14 going free to play. I don't raid. Like, I don't feel like I'm getting, I'm getting. You log into Glamour. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you talk to people in your free company. That's that's a funny joke. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but like, I don't, I don't raid. The most I will, I would do, like voluntarily do is the ex primal fights because like this current chain quest for the for the primals is my, it has been my um has been the one that i've been waiting for because i love the fucking cardinal beasts and to see them this way albeit a little bit disappointing with one of them i'm not gonna name which one uh it's still it's still it still stings like ugh, ugh, I can't do it. Like I can't do the X escape. I can't do Alpha, Delta, Sigma, Omega escape. That that shit. I can't do it. I don't know what it is about the about those. Like those. That's not for me. I don't like those. Um, I don't like that kind of raid. So it's like, well, I'm fucked if I want to be like um if I want to get best in slot. I'm fucked because I don't want to do that and I'm just not worth it. Yeah, uh, but, just, but best in slot doesn't mean anything or last very long. <laughs> Wait right. till the next patch and then just buy the new crafted gear. Yeah, right. Like that's, I do have I, mean, I do have the new crafting stuff and boom. it's like yeah. There you go. What are you worried about? Anyway, uh, Melkiria, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. All right, go on. Okay, no, okay. All right, there, there, there. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've been doing what I said I wouldn't do. I know you're in, yelling in chat. You're so yelling. You're yelling I am. at. Uh, I'm not I, even yelling. Yelling's not even the right word. But but just something I need to angrily typing on the. <laughs> not even that. Well, the, the anger but, typing. But what makes me tapping. angry about it is that first of all, one of the people's a longtime listener, right? The other person I've I've never heard of them before, right? But both games, all games, didn't doesn't matter what MMO it is, they have their faults. They have their perks, okay? It's true. And I did play WoW for five years, got bored of it, and then stopped, and then it redefined itself. And no, we're not saying because Stormblood sucks that the 14 should go free to play. You are all simplifying this way more than it should be because it is nuanced. Stormblood sucked. Yes. Why did it suck? Because they did the exact same thing they did in Heaven's Ward. The exact same thing that they did in A Realm Reborn. And if they continue to do that in 5.0, it's going to cause the same burnout that World of Warcraft caused with me in Mist of Pandaria. Not so, j- yes, not just that. But again, I'm going to go back to say that the amount of content loss that we've seen from expansion to well. expansion is justification enough for Square Enix to drop the the sub it's actually necessary enough for square enix to drop the sub because it's been so drastic i mean it's been a dungeon every single expansion and if we get to the next expansion cycle and we're only getting one dungeon per patch and you know what i mean like why the fuck are we paying 12 dollars a month for that like you if you're paying every single month if you're paying a subscription the amount of content that you should expect or receive should not go down and Here's the difference between Final Fantasy 14 and World of Warcraft over the past three expansions. 
FF14, as they just said, has given us less content. On one of our last shows, we actually spelled that out to you by looking at patch notes. Those are facts, okay? World of Warcraft has taken what people liked from Draenor to Legion to Battle for Azeroth. They've kept what people liked and changed what they didn't like. They're at least <laughs> developing an MMO. They're, They're at, at least, least developing an MMO. They're changing things and moving things and trying things. I, 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 how much? Because looking at FF14, I would say the split of MMO development to social development is about 80-30, maybe. 80-20, sorry, 80-20, uh, uh, maybe 70-30? I don't... I, it's I'd say more like 70-20. <laughs> What's wow. that additional 10, then? Oh, uh, that's... I uh, had to get thrown out with the bathwater. <laughs> I'm not good with numbers, okay? <laughs> but but here's the thing, all right? So, uh, I, I, but that 80% or 70%, whichever, you wanna, whichever number you want to take, I'd say that that greatly favors the social more than the MMO. At least with World of Warcraft, at least with Blizzard, I can say that the split seems a little bit more even. What would you say the amount of development that goes to the social aspect of World of Warcraft is versus the MMO aspect? In either Ooh, of boy. the World of Warcraft players. Uh, Calum um, plays a lot more than I do. I stopped. Because, I mean, like, really, how, really. how often do they update shit with housing? How often? There, well, well, there isn't housing. <laughs> There's no housing. Yeah, they don't oh, actually well, have still. housing because they, because they well, well, I don't think they're going to because their Ever. whole thing is they want the towns in, in the cities to feel alive and having housing then, would go against that. Then they're developing an MMO. They, Spoiler they alert. They do still have transmog, but the... The difference is this: transmog is when when we look necessary. Do you remember playing FF11 without the ability yes, to change? Yes, yes, yes. But visual. you knew what I'm people aware. were wearing. Hold on, this, you knew it. Oh, that that's was so much that, better. Actually, it's that's so that's much it. better without you know, transmog. This is look. This is the biggest difference. I want you to go and look at the recent patch notes for both whatever the big recent patches was, right? Because when it comes to FF14, you gloss over battle stuff. It's like all right, the dungeon was added, a raid was added, a primal was added. And then the rest of these massive Ugh. patch notes are just these tiny little things like, all right, we've done, we've added more drums. We've added more stuff into photo mode. We've changed the way that this crafting things work. We've added more stuff to the housing. Now you can do this with your, tri with, with your glamour. Now your now character you can, do can, this. can equip a fidget spinner. Blah, 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 <gasps> blah, blah. Really? But then the majority of World of Warcraft patch notes is the fact that, hey, you just got a raid with nine bosses in it. And then depending on if you're Alliance or if you're Horde, you get three units unique bosses and then we're putting in another raid with two bosses and even though that story is more akin to the alliance side there's actually going to be world quests added around that horde can partake in so that they get a little bit more context to it I, that's the fucking difference I, how is this hard i i, I think uh, some of this was kicked off by the comment that really bad professor made that says uh, you're having fun in an expansion that's brand new bfa no that's than, fair than one that's transitioning to the next expansion 5.0 gee fair. that's hard to believe that is fair however I have been having way more fun in Elder Scrolls Online than I've been playing uh, FF14, and that has a completely different way that it does expansions and patches. So it, it that's a bit 
disruptive to that whole idea of like, oh, well, you like something that's brand new and and don't like it because you've been doing it for so long and you're so burnt out and jaded. And yes, we've been doing it for six years. Yes, that is true. But at the same, but, but two things can be true at once. We can be jaded and burnt out and also have a fucking point about how treadmilly and repetitive this goddamn content is and how concerning just how much development the social aspects of this game get over the MMO aspects of this game get. Those, I think, are two very legitimate concerns that, hey, guess what? In three, four weeks, I completely avail myself of all of those concerns. I'm just telling you what you should probably be looking out for as your fandom for this game continues on. Okay? If you want to make sure that this game is healthy moving forward, then you're going to want at some point Square Enix to really dig in on those MMO aspects and throw out the social aspects because guess what? Those two audiences are also vastly different from one another. And if you're trying to satisfy both, you will, I guarantee you, satisfy neither. So if you want a good game, then these are things to think about, be critical about, and continue thinking about uh, even long after we're gone. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to uh, Vnet from Hyperion. What's going on, Vnet? Hi, it's Vnet. Um, it's pronounced Vinay. It's French. <laughs> <laughs> from Villain from Final Fantasy Twelve. Whatever. Uh, it's it's me uh, from Discord, Jexa. Yes, I know. Hello, how are you doing? Uh, all right, so I'm going to put some light. Uh, I'm going to bring some light to the uh, discussion. I've been to the Square Enix job site for being a director for the game, and it pretty much requires you to do exactly what Yoshi's P's been doing all this time. Hmm. So a list of uh, uh, basically duties is to find other companies to you know tie your game with. Another duty would be basically earn extra profit, i.e. milking your par- player base. And so if if you were going to replace the developer with any other developer, they would still have to follow through the same policies of their company. Well, uh, and that uh, then then it's may uh, listen, it may not be entirely Yoshi P's fault. I think we've admitted that more than a few times that a lot of these decisions may come from above his pay grade. That may be very true. That may be very, very true. I don't really care about that, but he has lied on several occasions. Yes, I agree. I I can't follow him by his word anymore since uh, 2.0. I there's there's a lot. Let's let's be clear. There's actually quite a few things that he's directly lied about in his tenure as both director and producer of this game. And you're right. I think that that hurts his overall credibility, whether or not the decisions on, you know, going free to play funding cash shop, all of those things, whether or not in the end, at the end of the day, those are his decisions or not. I just simply do not know. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. They may not be his decisions. I'm willing to give him that benefit of the doubt, but that benefit of the the doubt only goes as far as the shit that I know he hasn't lied about. But guys, I'm not saying that it repairs his credibility. I am saying that I am willing to hear him out on some of those things, Um, but I'm totally with you. I think his credibility, especially with the core veteran players of this game, has been 
damaged. What about the time that he says that he has the clout and he has the power that if he wants to change something in the game, he can go to the people higher up and change it? Remember when he said that? Vaguely. Not really. Oh, well, he did once. I I, I just... This, see, I'm not is, saying he didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't remember it. See, this is... I talked about Cal uh, coming home from uh, from LBR one day, and I've told him I want to start like a Yoshi watch where I just like list all the things that he starts saying and like credit to it from like citations. So I could be like, at, at this point, Yoshi said this. Yeah, bro, this is why he's lying. Hold on, hold on. Because exactly, on the way home, gonna, he actually... Gonna, he wanted me to find... Like, he actually wanted me to source the, 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 the uh, quote about the triple budget, right? Yeah. And we Googled all over for it, and we couldn't find the actual I quote. I even read it. But, but we were able to find millions of, res- of, of search results where people referred to the quote. Right? So it's so, not like we all made it up. Yes. So, so okay. But here's the thing. If you did that, if you actually went through the trouble of cataloging it and categorizing it and <sighs> connecting all of the dots, you would end up with the, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia yeah, I'd be, I'd be Charlie. With, yeah, you would be. <laughs> There'd be fucking red yarn all over this room because you're right like I, I I don't think that the guy has any kind of consistency when he comes uh, to talk when it comes to talking about the development of this game I think honestly he wants to say the thing that the person sitting in front of him wants to hear about his game whether yeah, that's why that's why when they made the jump potion decision they didn't dare say anything about it at the North American Fan Fest because they they didn't want the optic of them getting booed off stage <laughs> because they would have and they're smart enough to know that so they literally will just say anything in front of the crowd that they're in front of to say yeah this is what we're gonna do remember hey no pay to win remember that shit he said that shit because he was in front of a crowd that he knew wanted to hear it so every time he's in front of a fucking crowd or even a different interviewer I have no idea what is going to come out of his mouth and this is just the latest in a series of inconsistent statements from him. I mean, remember the couple, there were a couple of interviews back like a couple of months ago around Gamescom that had us all fucking furious going, what are you talking about, Yoshi P? If that were true, we would be playing an entirely different fucking game. So I, I think that your point about his credibility is, uh, is, is definitely uh, well-deserved. Venom. Yeah, um, I also don't really understand why he's uh, traveling to every single game, uh, basically game show, <laughs> and learning and pitching, nothing. Pitching his game, like it's a five-year-old game. No one really cares, and then anyone. Oh no, no, no! I, I that's a gr- has played it. It is a wonderful point. It was. A, I have the answer. Well, it was. I, I mean, I, can I can I just say when we went to E three this year and they had you know the Square Enix booth and so much of it was dedicated to Stormblood, I had to say it was a little bit embarrassing. It was a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> Why at E three? Are you bringing out your five-year-old MMO, your MMO expansion? That's your your expan- mid expansion, not even your new one coming out. Yeah, mid expansion. Yeah, you guys are overlooking the obvious here. You want to know what other game is five years old? What's that? Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> is it? It is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, how much of the Take Two booth was dedicated to GTA Online? That's 
Probably not the point. Actually, if you remember, if, if you remember the Take Two booth, it was like they had bouncers outside. It was like buy invite only. We have no idea what was actually in there. It was like oh, the, all the windows were blacked out. I think there were just conference rooms. It I was, was going to say, isn't that? Isn't it was like, weird. Isn't the point of like going to like E three to like show off your stuff, not hide it? Yeah, Take Two does not really feel like that's their priority, and and it's huh. cl- it's clearly working for them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I guess. I'm. I, listen, I'm not going to question it. I mean, they develop a whole lot of other shitty games, but you know, Rock Rockstar is not among them. So, but there was not. No, there was not a, a Rockstar booth out at E3. But again, pretty fucking embarrassing, if you ask me, to be trotting out your five-year-old MMO expansion at E3 as your as as one of your like really big. You know, you should come here show and look, look at look at this stuff we're doing. Yeah, no wonder they didn't have a fucking line. I mean, they they had other things there. Mm-hmm. Remember, I sent you the picture mm-hmm. of the Final Fantasy card game. Oh God, stop! <laughs> that's li- that's literally triggering me. That, game, <laughs> that card game is so bad. Look, oh man, I'm I'm buying you some now. I have the money to please, do that. Please don't. Oh God, no, Vanna, you make Amazon. a really good point there. Thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. We're gonna, we're gonna play this right. on stream one day. What? The Final Fantasy card game. Like, that's happening now. No. We're actually going to play digi- this. Is it a digital card game? No, or is no. It a physical. It's a physical card game? Physical, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, I'm, I'm going to see what, it's like... so what, bad. Like, two- okay, it doesn't even have original art, guys. It just uses but official no, art no, from everywhere. Th- that's actually better because no, now it's, it's like... now it's like Shut up! No, no because now You're each... stupid! Each Final Fantasy has their... No! <laughs> Each Final Fantasy has its own feel to it now. Shut up! <laughs> oh, oh my that god, that was so good. That was amazing. He Holy had a drawboard conniption. <laughs> oh dear God! Uh, oh, here we go. Square Enix Final Fantasy trading card game Opus One Collection Starter Deck. Yeah, what's this? Nineteen ninety nine. Oh Jesus! You'd have to buy two of them. I would order now. There's only nine left in stock. Oh, oh my God! Stop! Free delivery by Wednesday. Guess what? You're, you know what's in your future, Chris? Fire! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Actually, yeah, yeah. This is the Fire and Earth deck from FF Seven. There nope. you go. B- burning Perfect. it. Perfect. No, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Go back to our phone lines and talk to Geldnar Hothbane from Gilgamesh. What's going on, Geldnar? Hey, guys. Hey, congratulations on your upgrade. Thank out you. Of the, out of the Swamp of 14, as much as I have, I have actually punched my time card as well on 14 for the past three weeks. I've been playing other games other than 14. I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. OCP it probably doesn't blame you either. It, it feels I, like, is it just me or does it feel like vacation sometimes? Like, you're just like, oh, I don't have to log in today. This is amazing. I, I, you want to talk about a weight being lifted off my shoulders? Oh, God. I felt so much better not playing over three weeks. <laughs> but more than along the lines that I've been playing since 2.1 and it comes to this point where I think, honestly that the game has gotten worse when it started becoming more and more public in the sense that you saw more stuff out. The, um, I mean, I saw actual, I saw a TV ad a couple of times. Really? 
Yeah. So you're talking about like the more mainstream it became. The more advertisement they're doing, the more the game seems to suffer. Well, yes. I guess we know where that budget went. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't I don't think you'd get a whole lot of argument from me. I thought the Mrs. Freshly stuff was really dumb. Buying Bill. <laughs> but Mrs. Freshly does taste good. Buying billboards was really dumb. Um, you, you know, know what? No. Actually, that uh, marketing campaign did more for Mrs. Freshly's because now I notice in like vending machines and go, oh, Mrs. Freshly's. There it is. Do you ever buy it? <laughs> if it looks good, yeah. Really? Yeah. No. I do. It, I it's not that bad. <laughs> they have these uh, the red velvet cupcakes that are really good. I've eaten okay, those a Okay, times. that I could actually see being pretty decent. Are they cream filled? Yeah, they're, they're like oh, a hostess one, but there's like, like little... It's, it's so good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I could do with like a red velvet like they also have thing, like but. They also have like little donut sticks. <laughs> Donut sticks? Yeah, it's a, it's a donut, but it's like long, so it's like a stick. Really bad professor goes, fuck me, I just started redownloading LBR again after hiatus. Is it coming to an end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, kinda. <laughs> well. Kinda. Oh, shit. Wow. Boy. Well, fuck. You might want to you might go back two episodes ago, you get the whole about About that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, but, I'm hungry now. <laughs> Ryan, do you have any frozen tater tots? I don't. I li- <laughs> not have frozen oh, tater no. tots. I literally don't. There's probably something frozen. Go look. Why don't you just no, go look in no, his freezer? There is, nothing fr- <laughs> there is nothing frozen that won't give you salmonella. Go I'm, look in the freezer I and am, eat something. I am not going to allow you to suck on raw chicken. Okay, that's not happening. I would not eat that anyway. Yeah, good. Chicken does not taste good frozen. Good. I have uh, your, choices, your choices are three chicken breasts. I've been on oh, vacation Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. since February due to both RL and FFXive. I am currently <laughs> logged in to catch up, and I am actually having fun catching up to the current patch with my limited time playing right now. I will do my best to enjoy it till I get catch up. That's fine. That's it, great. It, it, All right, and that's the show for today. Well, Thanks for the donation. <laughs> playing ketchup is like what it's sort of designed for. But if you're one of those people that wants to play it constantly. That really wants the really, mustard. For and example, I want to go home and play WoW. I get anxious when I can't log in and do like my daily shit on WoW. Like I feel like I'm missing out. I've never felt that in 14. That's to me Are what sure? an MMO should do. Are you sure you never felt that with your Beast Tribes back in 2.0? All right, maybe with the Beast Tribes, yes. Okay. The, but fir- the, I, first, the first time, just so we're clear. When, when we thought maybe tribes. something, like, relevant. Okay, well, to be fair, something very relevant did come from the Beast Tribes in 2.0. Which was? It was the uh, Terminator uh, face no, mask thing. That was wrong. very cool. No, yeah, you're that was probably wrong. the coolest thing Beast Tribes very lit. for us. Lit, lit, lit AF, yeah. uh, 100, 100, but 100. But I, I still need to do my normal raid. I still have to go back and do all of the raids for transmogs. I need to do my world quest so that I have the highest item level uh, Heart of Azeroth in the guild, which I... I do as of now. I have a lot of stuff I need to do. I, I mean, listen, uh, bur- uh, MMO burnout happens. I mean, you know, yes, I have been enjoying my time playing ESO, but I have kind of hit that burnout stage, right? Where like I, I'm sort of on the last. I'm on my last faction of quests. I've I've kind of hit a bit of a wall. I needed to take a break. I needed to do something else. I picked up WWE 2K19. I'm just now kind of finishing that. I'm sort of through that. I may play a little bit more of Octopath and then go back to ESO. So, but the thing is, though, is that the 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 fort the burnout the level of burnout that I experienced from FF14 is so much more permanent, Pronounced. right? Like, it, yeah. yeah, like it's just like it's because nothing changes. It, that's exactly it. 
And, and like in World of Warcraft, if you take off an expansion or like you get bored of it, right. you can come back next expansion, there'll be like new events, new, so, new things to try out. But for ESO, right? Like the thing that I love about ESO is the questing, right? Mm-hmm. Like the dungeons are okay. The raids are eh, whatever. They're kind of m- most typical MMO raids. But the questing is like any other Bethesda game or any other Elder Scrolls game. So I really enjoy it, right? But there are two types of content injections that they seem to do one type is where they add a couple of more dungeons that was the last wolf hunter wolf pack whatever the fuck dlc that was and then the next one that takes us to black marsh i believe wow, if i'm racist. if i'm not mistaken is an actual section of the map that gets, a, that gets opened up so you know there's there's two types of dlcs that they do that actually has a zone that it adds which let me tell you that adds a whole lot of value to a fucking DLC. DLC right there or it just adds a couple of you know pieces of additional content eh, whatever but the the difference between those two i don't think can be understated because the motivating factor of me getting back into the game is different between those two wolf hunter comes out a couple of additional uh, uh dungeons yeah okay i'm probably not going back black marsh comes out and it's actual land it's an actual zone that i can go to fuck it i'm back in and i'm playing for another couple of months but ff14 doesn't have that factor that brings me back to the table and i think that that's dangerous tip for an mmo that has such an incumbent veteran community to not have which is why i think in 5.0 they've really got to steer into developing a game that the their veteran community is going to continue to enjoy for years to come can they do that i don't know do they even want to do that no idea hopefully they do and that's what i'm going to be looking out for at at, at fan fest and if that's not what i get if it's just more oh hey we got a new thing Dungeons, we have a raid yeah right we have a 24 men raid the new raid is my shirt references thingy. blue mage well, also that too, but besides the point of there's not enough, you know, there's simply not enough content. I think they're pushing more for the for the uh, for the for the social side of it more than anything else, and that's what's really destroying. Well, they do people. a really bad job at at trying to make the social aspect of the game appealing to everyone, not just appealing but necessary, right? Like FF11, you had so few tools to party up or or you know form a group or whatever that it necessitated it forced you to be social. FF14 has none of those uh, none of those things. It just has a chat box. That if you decide to hit enter, if you accidentally hit enter, and then your your buttons don't work anymore. Right, exactly. Something else I'd like to point out to our dissenters today. I will grant you that if it wasn't for Strife's Guild that I'm in right now, that I'm raiding with, I might not still be playing World of Warcraft right now. Although, That's fair. Uh, although there is not, I mean, you could get me into a raiding guild in FF14 that would guarantee me every single drop and uh, yeah, still wouldn't and, and and carry me the entire way. Still not interested. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm literally it would it, uh, my time is more valuable than your carry and the shitty gear. Don't care that 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 I could outgear you in the next patch anyway by buying it exactly. Expansion. 
<laughs> okay, still see, though. Tanya, still that's something that we've been saying, yeah. though. Yes, that they need to double the content from 4.0 to 5.0. That would go a long way in helping. Absolutely. Geldnar, that, thanks thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. Uh, no problem, guys. And once again, good luck on your future endeavors with Checkpoint Radio. Thanks. And I do listen to you guys. So oh, thank good. You. Thank you so much. Even though they only talk about eSports? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wait, be, wait a minute. What's eSports? What? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I do wish you would talk more about my favorite eSport, Hearthstone. Could you just try to talk about it more? No. No. And just I won't. You know what? Actually, I'm going to recommend uh, uh, a different podcast. Yeah, uh, there's this podcast called The Daring Reporter. You should check that, that one out. That will actually tell you about all the other 90 podcasts out there. So yeah. maybe that'll help you out. A there little you bit. go. Uh, anyway, thanks for the call, Kelnar. We appreciate it. Uh, we've still got a couple of calls on deck. Let's uh, go talk to Viviana Teorin from Hyperion. What's going on, Viviana? Hey, y'all. What's going on? Hey, thanks it's for calling. Going. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. What's happening? Hey, I was wanted to basically to say how I would be actually okay with fourteen going free to play, uh, mainly because I've been playing like a lot of other MMOs and just other games in general, namely uh, Star Trek Online and Diablo Three. Uh, namely with Diablo Three, with the uh, item sets in there, it's especially how they change around you, what your how your abilities operate and everything. It's just so fun how. Basically, once you get this, like the full set, how you can just, like with my wizard, I just rain arcane terror down on everything. I On the gear in 14, it's just boring. It just makes your numbers bigger. It's like, okay, why am I grinding all this, all these tombstones, or why am I doing this? Why am I doing this raid to get this gear that all it does is makes my numbers bigger? Remember what the reward in Final Fantasy XI was for doing a relic weapon quest? You got a whole fucking weapon skill out of it. I you know what I mean? Level thirty six black mage and eleven because all my friends completely surpassed me. I never went past that because I couldn't. Spending three hours looking for group in that entire game. Well, I, fuck your friends. Your friends sound like assholes. But they are it, anyway. Anyway, but no. Like think about that. Like the reward for getting a relic was an additional weapon skill. Like how That's a new button basically. Like. I, like how broken is that? Like that's why that's part of why relic weapons were so broken because yeah, those never- weapon skills were fucking incredible. None of them were not worth using, right? Like it's not like you got the the weapon skill and then didn't fucking use it like all the goddamn time. Uh, I don't know yeah, about you, but Claustrum, the uh, black major summoner staff, didn't get used very much. I, I I'm talking out my ass because I never got one either. <laughs> But, like, think of how big of a deal that is and how little of that kind of shit FF14 does. It doesn't right? do it. Yeah. It, doesn't do, it doesn't do it ever. At all. And, and to your you know to your point, uh, uh, Viviania, uh, the, I really, like, I missed out on the Diablo 3 train when it had come out because, I, and, and actually I bought it, but the, the... I got it for free. The game stressed out my, uh, my PC so much that I didn't play it when it first came out. And then by the time they you know made it good i was on to something else Mm -hmm. so i'm really looking forward to actually playing it on my switch when it comes out on the switch you know what yeah i might pick it up for the switch as well definitely you switch definitely gonna pick that up can you play with the switch and uh like cross server with like uh Mm. computer that's a really good question i have no idea 
I'm, I'm, I have it on the computer, but I don't know if I'm going to buy it for the Switch. I mean, w- w- that would imply that you would have to log in through your Blizzard ID when you load the game, and I don't know that I would see that. Uh, that seems weird on the Switch. But I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. It comes out it, it, it comes out in a little bit. I, I mean, it's not out yet. So, um, But anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think that that's something that they could do um, to, you know, make gear much more interesting and attractive. Um, I mean, they got to do something, man. You know, like if it's again, if 5.0 is the same copy paste job for, uh, from the previous expansions i'm just checking out dude no see this yeah oh, go ahead now i was about saying with uh star trek online is this that's what it comes with the storyline this is a star trek online is a old ass game they made it a whole lot better now they actually had the actual actors who played the characters from the previous star trek episodes actually doing voices for their own characters so the storylines it's like they took a star trek episode and just put it into the game and now they're on um there was one thing where they're putting the star trek discovery stuff in there it's so good and i look at the storyline on this is like ever since they that whole story with the words of light petered out i have not given a fuck about this entire storyline and i really enjoyed the storyline up until that part it's, I, I just don't care anymore. I like this game. I want to love this game. I, it's just, I play other games and see how it 14 could be. And I was like, why am I bothering? It's just, I'll just play these other games. No, I agree. I, I agree. I renewed my subscription for like three more months. I'm kind of regretting that now. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> sorry, bud. Good luck. Hopefully something interesting comes out in those three months. Although I'm, I'm hopeful for a 5.0, maybe. I don't know. I mean, we're we're less than a month away from, uh, from FanFest, so uh, maybe the announcements out there can uh, reinvigorate you. If anything's going to do it, let's be honest. If anything's going to reinvigorate interest in the game, it is going to be what is announced out at FanFest. So, Fingers crossed for, uh, really, for all of us yeah. in that regard. Uh, Viviania, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem. I hope you see, hope to meet you guys at uh, the Fan Fest uh, at the park because I'm going. Absolutely. We'll be there. Hold on. Did we'll... you RSVP open bar? Oh, yes. Then you'll uh, see right. us. Yeah. That's we'll the definitely. whole point of it, man. We'll see you. Uh, thanks, thanks so much for the call. Uh, guys, uh, we're, we're actually running a little bit over time, and we didn't even get to Juxtober today. I know. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's Did fine. we get any FF14 people? Uh, we did. No We way. got one uh, during last week, but I haven't like actually combed through it yet. But we, but did. we did get one. Sure. <laughs> yeah, well, we did get one. Yes. Okay. We did get a 14 submission. Okay. Uh, it's pretty special. Interesting. Oh, boy. You know, you know, something that I didn't mention last time, because I know we have a wide audience on this show. Hey, um, I'm on the show. <laughs> Didn't say a wide load. I said a wide audience. Oh, okay. You are a wide load, though. Yeah, I get it. Um, but even so, even if maybe you made a FF14 podcast for a period of time that is no longer a show, if you wanted to send one of those episodes over, that would be fine too. Just, just saying. Just a suggestion. That's what they said. Oh, really? Yeah, it's dead. Oh, it's a dead show. Yeah. Oh. That's all. There's do, a I, do I get to know any more? I could tell you more. Is it the Guildwork show? I'll say, I'll say it's not. Oh. But that's all I'm going to tell you. I was really hoping it was going to be the Guildwork show. Got to save it. I can't even remember what that show is called. Shit. Is anyone? I I, I, I know. Riddle the cha- me this. I know. No, that was, <laughs> that, that was actually that was Ring, Ring Three's. Three's. 
under, show under our banner that he did one episode of which is sort of like what happened with the guild work show so they're basically the same thing right? yeah it's essentially the same they're thing. the same one okay. except except uh riddle me this was way better produced <laughs> by the way funny story the opening lat of la- bring back three hour show for juxtober no no go go fuck yourself <laughs> just, just kidding thanks for the money no, no we appreciate it um but uh what was i gonna say Some, uh, something about uh the opening bit of oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 so uh the the intro for riddle me this right uh, remember last week how how we had the the channel changing sound effects in between the different skits did you actually go back and listen to the opener on the podcast Yes. No, you didn't. <laughs> you, you can't prove I didn't. You didn't. Because you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. You're talking about the channel skip that you put between the, the things to make Robbie, it sound smart. Kahlo, you actually had written this into the script. Did you go back and listen to it? I fucking hate all of you. Sorry, bud. Wait, wait, which one go, are you talking about? I actually go back. <laughs> Look at him. You can tell when he's getting mad because his voice gets higher pitch. I, <laughs> I actually go back and... and <laughs> right. I do. I go back and I make the opening bits for the podcast way better than they are on the, the when oh, we do them live. Yes, I know you do that. To be, uh, to be fair, when I feel like you could improve upon it by doing audio manzit, I do go back and listen to it. It, it, it was the, uh, the, the everything is silly and I stop it in the middle of it. That was literally last week's opening bit. Okay, I didn't listen to that one. But Why? Because I, I assumed you would just do the channel thing between the things. Anyway, my point was, oh, yeah. I actually hijacked those sound effects from the opening of, of Riddle Me This. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're welcome. Cool story, bro. I hate all of you. <laughs> Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Nerissa Zeldori from Lamia. What's going on, Nerissa? Could be guy. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Fucking guy. God damn it. I knew it. Uh, Called it. Nerissa, thank you for uh, the call. What's going on? Uh, More like Nakodi, am I right? <laughs> I called in really to talk about the whole WoW 14 thing. Okay, um, sure. I was uh, obviously a big WoW player, and for the most part, uh, with the new expansion, I, you know, I was really super excited for it. And then, yeah, I think it's the same thing like you guys are feeling with this uh, with Stormblood with 14. For me with BFA, it's very samey. There's very thing like very few things to me that feels new. Like Island Expeditions were new, but they weren't fun. Is like they tried it, but it didn't work. Um, currently, you know, I came back to 14. I didn't play much of Stormblood, so it's all new to me, and I'm really enjoying it. I, I do think that there's definitely, with every MMO, there's a honeymoon period. Oh, sure. Right? And then, I, I assume you like it. Right. Like, and, there, and it can be longer or shorter, depending on the game. But there is, there, I, I think that there's like a moment where everyone goes like, yes or no, I can see myself playing this long term. And unfortunately, I think, you know, had I known FF14 wasn't going to continue iterating on its content, I probably would have been out a lot sooner than I was, mm-hmm. right? Because we had, you know, Diadem and what that represented, and we had, you know, Deep Di- d- deep Dungeon. Um, and, and then Diadem 2.0. Right, and I mean, you know, it felt like for a while, like, maybe they're going to be able to get their act together. If they can get one of these to stick, they'll be able to make more stuff that sort of iterates on the entire game and the combat system and the different things that we have to do inside of those restrictions. And it never really ended up happening. And I don't know if that's just because 
Square Enix thinks Eureka is also bad, or if it, it, you know Deep Dungeon isn't isn't you know iterating the way that they wanted it to. I don't understand what really it is. You know what I mean? Um, that that prevents Square Enix from uh, you know from from trying more variations on their content or trying to do more adventurous things with their content it's it's like they work themselves into the box and then they they feel like they keep having to work inside the box and there's just i feel like there's so many opportunities that an mmo has for fun and engagement with its audience that to have a you know a list of one of 12 things to do whenever i log on is a really like that's a really bad feeling in an mmo to have i have not had that same feeling yet in elder scrolls online however i can see where it can start I can totally see it. So I do think it's not necessarily unique to FF14, but I I think that FF14 is doing doing the damage to itself by accelerating that burnout by making those cycles easier to pick up on by making the repetition easier to pick up on it's not doing any favors for itself with its player base when the player base looks at something and it goes oh yeah i did that i did that a year ago you know what i mean and we're we're clearly not the only ones that realize this. I mean, we might be the only ones that are saying it, but we're I know we're not the only ones that uh, that realize this. Yeah, no, I see where you come from with that. Um, you know, I they do need to like change things up in a big way, kind of like how with WoW from going Warlords to Legion, it was just a, such a big change. It brought a lot of people back that were you know so burnt out on what they did with warlords it's that's what this game probably does really need like i mean with stormblood i haven't really done much, much of the end game content so i really can't talk on that but i know with like wow i kind of feel like right now it's me it feels like the last x back which then with that not it doesn't feel like wad because that was terrible but it kind of feels like mist did a little bit to me too and mm. that also feels like kata it's just they changed it up enough in legion where it was all new and then I didn't feel like they really changed anything there, which is, I think, what killed me on that game. But um, uh, they do need that to find that one thing that really changes everything for this game that will, you know, bring people back and hopefully it, it sticks. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I, at this point, between my experience with FF14 and Elder Scrolls Online, I think it's going to be someone that needs to come back and reinvent the genre that that redefines the genre and i don't know if that is going to be facilitated by a technology upgrade you know what i mean like when when uh everquest next was being proposed it seemed so good it it looked amazing but it also seemed impossible given the technology that we had an mmo that had multiple layers that you you could dig and find a cave or you know what i mean like all of that seemed like crazy impossible for computers to handle 
it doesn't seem that impossible anymore, right? Like, that seems actually fairly feasible now that, you know, games in theory like Ark and Conan and all of these, you know, have those types of worlds that they've developed. Now, if there's a way that we can combine them satisfyingly with the way that MMOs have streamlined more of their content, right? And I'm not saying... I'm not saying streamline everything. You got to know where to slow it down to keep up engagement. And that sounds very weird to say, but slowing down an MMO is actually something that's kind of necessary if you want it to be a really good functioning MMO. Because one of my big complaints about FF14 is about the global cooldown. You never, if you're in combat, you never have any amount of time to be able to type anything to anyone else in this game ever. You have to wait until you're dead or the polls are done. Or if you're very sure that you have hate. But if you're a DPS and you want to, you know, and you don't want to miss out on DPS, you can't miss out on button mashing. So I actually think that there needs to be a balance found between the, you know, super fast global cooldown style that we have between FF14 and WoW and most other MMOs and something that encourages both communication and coordination between players. And in order to do that, you have to slow down the combat. You do. And I know that there are going to be people who out there who bristle at that notion but i think it is a necessary trade-off to be able to figure out where the fun is being had i don't know if that will ever happen in today's just day and age with technology and you may be right programs and whatnot i don't think anyone's looking in that direction you may be right you might be right but hey, you, tell you, you what you have uh, ff11 it's, auto it's attacks e- <laughs> it's either that it's either that or every mmo from now on has to come with its own bespoke voice chat client which usually isn't all that great no but but you got to work it into the guild structure somehow right like that's the only way to make it satisfying because telling people to go to discord or to just figure it out on their own you know dude fuck that you know like i discord is fine but at the same time if you really want everyone to be literally on the same playing field then include a bespoke voice chat system with the goddamn software tell you what after i win the lottery and i get uh, 1.6 billion dollars i'll make that mmo for you anero it's also going to be a card game though <laughs> it is. It's gonna be a card. Actually, game. no. It's actually funny because something like Hearthstone or like a card game, you actually have time. Like you need, we need a multiplayer card game. That's what you want, Nero. Son of a bitch, you shut, you shut your <laughs> filthy mouth right now, Narissa. Thanks for the call. We appreciated hearing from you. Uh, thank you for having me, and uh, congratulations on your on checkpoint. Thanks. Enjoy that every week. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Hopefully, you'll call us over there, too, because uh, uh, starting on Monday, we're going to be doing Checkpoint Daily, which will work in calls to the show. So uh, hopefully, you'll join us for that. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a much more interactive show. Like, we, uh, you know, we had said towards the beginning of the show that we really want Checkpoint Daily to reflect some of the best aspects of Limit Break Radio and stuff that people really latched onto. So, you know, things like the donation voice and 
um, uh, you know, taking calls. I think that that's stuff that's going to end up carrying over to Checkpoint. And to figure out how that happens, it's got to be done first on Checkpoint Daily. So um, that's going to be some of the stuff that we're going to be kind of, you know, tinkering to figure out. So uh, did we have one more call? Yeah, yeah. The, they connected from Skype. So, yep. All right. Uh, let's go back to our phone lines one more time and talk to a really bad professor. What's going on, professor? Hey, what's up, man? I'm first, talking to the LDR crew. Yeah. Firstly, yeah. can I commend yeah. you? Like, honestly, thank you so much for calling in because most people who have the, 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 the rapport that we now have after today's episode in chat never call in. Yeah. Ever. For whatever reason, they never do. So thank you for having the balls to do so. so gotta and, say, to, yeah. and to be honest, kind I of impressed. I don't think you're that bad of a professor. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, <laughs> professor? What, what, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I mean, I, we can talk about whatever, but I mean, since you, since the band, the band's breaking up, <laughs> and you guys have to, you have to forgive my ignorance, and I mean, and, and full disclosure of like where I'm at, you know, I played FF14 pretty heavily, like through Stormblood, got a taste, or I'm sorry, not through Stormblood, through Heavens, or got a taste of Stormblood, and then I was out. I played this game really heavily with uh, with, a, with a girl with a girlfriend at the time. We played for MMOs for years. We kind of broke up, and you know, I kind of jumped out of the game not because I was tired of Stormblood or I didn't like it, but mm-hmm. because I didn't have my partner anymore. Yeah. And then you know, I'm real busy, man. And it's like I'm an old MMO player, and even when your life is like like over over you know RL is overwhelming, you just it's so hard to get away from the gaming you know so i try to nibble here and there um but yeah i mean i'm currently i'm currently playing bfa pretty hard and i'm i'm letting that sub run out i'm jumping back into ff14 so i just in full disclosure like my expertise on stormblood and the current state of ff14 is is not what yours is so i don't i don't you know i don't really have the knowledge to to battle about it but back back to my girlfriend i used to I used to uh, listen to you guys. Um, I'm a podcast junkie, and I used to inflict LBR on her. I would have you guys like in every room in the house. Nice. I would make her crazy. She didn't like LBR. Um, I don't think she got it. But I just I wanted to thank you guys for all the years. I mean, I just started. Obviously, I just started downloading your stuff. I was looking forward to you know mainlining a bunch of old episodes, and uh, that's why I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, <laughs> but I want to thank you guys. I mean, I, I I never gave you guys any any sub money. I wish I had. I'm kind of new to the Twitch thing too. I used to just do you guys' podcast, um, but I want to thank you guys for all the enjoyment. I mean, uh, I don't necessarily always agree with with what what y'all are preaching, um, but I, the production's always been top notch. Oh, thank and you, Nero. I love that. I love the the pump up the volume. You know, Christian Slater kind of vibe you've always had for podcasting <laughs> i don't know if that's a, I'm, I'm old i'm you know i could be old really bad professor or really old professor i could have been any of those things by the way um but uh you know i, I and all you guys you know um i guess nika's not here but the whole crew the the production the the quality the chemistry and just the fun that you guys have you know was a joy oh, so anyway so that's me i just just stroking off a little bit for you guys I wanted to thank you because it sounds like this thing's going away. But well, the other thing it's, is, it's, it's not necessarily yeah, going away as much as it's changing. It, it's it, moving. Yeah, it's it's more like evolving. Well, without, without you and Kahlo, man. Come on, he's he's right. Gonna, he's right. Without me, without gonna, me and you. It's going to really... It's gonna really change. No, but I mean, I, I, mean I, I understand that. Yeah. I, but but I, I do think, you know... 
the two of us being over on on checkpoint there is some uh, you know i would if you haven't checked out checkpoint i would that's that's all that's all i'll say um that's cool man i mean maybe but i just i really i'm just not i'm not into the esports mm-hmm. thing and it's like i would just be listening to li- listening to it to listen to you guys yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty that's much reason. That's pretty much what we're encouraging you to do. And again, <laughs> to go over this point yeah, again, yeah. it's about fifty percent esports, fifty percent other games. So, I mean, do you own a Switch? Do you play anything other than MMOs? I'm thinking about getting a Switch actually because because of uh, because of Diablo. Well, then but, you uh, should. You know what? Then you then you know what? You should come back here on Monday because all four of us now are Switch owners. I am drowning in nostalgia yeah. by listening and, uh, to FFXI episodes of LBR. I still get laughter and makes me miss the old days. Uh, Savo, thanks very much. I appreciate it. Um, but what I was going to say is that, you know, the, the four of us are now all Switch owners, and we're going to talk about the uh, virtues of being a Switch owner on uh, on Monday's Daily Show. So, I mean, you know, again, it, it's it's just because eSports is in the name doesn't mean that we're covering eSports the way that Limit Break Radio covered FF14. It is very right. much, it is very much a generalized show that anyone who's into video games can enjoy so you know i understand esports esports wasn't my thing either when uh when we started down this road but i mean i had to learn um but at the same time my interest is not necessarily always esports based my interest is far more in the gaming industry so you know take that for what it's worth um but uh Checkpoints more than just esports. Yes, yes, that is exactly yeah, right. that uh, is exactly what I'm right, saying. Well, that, that that nudges me a little bit more. But you know, also by the way, the sub thing, and I know that that's kind of what's what the main thread has been here. You know, I I you I encourage you guys to check out um, this guy heels versus babyface or heel versus he has a, the dumbest name in the world. Yeah, but he's actually a. a I don't know if you heard of Heel, Heel vs. Babyface, but he's a he's actually an excellent MMO uh, YouTube content creator. Um, he plays he plays ESO, he plays WoW, and he plays F14. He has a video, and again, I'm, I'm certainly not going to link in Twitch, but he has a video where he compares. It's very recent. He compares WoW, Final Fantasy XIV, Elder Scrolls Online. That's really interesting. That sounds like uh, he ripped off an entire fucking show topic of ours. That was I a show. To- well, it was literally a show topic should, we did. You guys should get in there and yell at him then. But he quantitatively kind of like look, breaks down the games in terms of categories, and I think that's the kind of thing that might be more fruitful when you're when you're trying to argue about well, is this game? Are you getting content? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's worth 15, that's worth fifteen bucks, right? Right. Because I mean, you know, um, if you're having fun, you know. It's 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 all relative, right? Because everybody everybody likes to do different things. So. Yeah, no, um, that's that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it, I, I, that, that's a pretty awesome video. And I'm I'm sorry if I if I neutered Carlo. I, I know he wanted to like to kind of come at me with some with some hooks. I, um, I did I not I want to come at I you. I, I wanted to have a conversation, which we did. So we don't have to come to the same conclusion at the end of it. Right. 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 I play BFA pretty hard, like you are, man. I'm just I'm having a completely different reaction to the game, and people do. You know, so. yeah, 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 yeah. But 
But yeah, uh, man, I'm so, I feel like I feel like I'm a show killer, man. Like this shit just got like boring. No, <laughs> you're fine, man. Don't worry about it. We appreciate the call. We yeah. gotta we gotta wrap it up. We've been uh, going a little yeah, bit long here, though. Please, I got to talk to you guys before you left, man. Maybe I'll check out. Uh, checkpoint. Thanks, guys. Please, Please do. do. Yes. Uh, again, Checkpoint Daily starting on Monday. Uh, really bad, Professor. Expect to see you there. Uh, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who called today. And again, I'm going to extend the uh, same invitation that I uh, extended earlier. Please tune in on Monday to uh, right here at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio at uh, 5 o'clock Eastern because we're going to be premiering Checkpoint Daily. And uh, again, that show is uh, going to be taking your calls. Uh, we're going to be we're working on some kind of unique uh, bits that we're going to be doing uh, on that show. So uh, please, if uh, if you get the opportunity, join us Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. in the afternoon Eastern Standard Time right here at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio for Checkpoint Daily. Um, I think that's going to be it for us today. Thank you for all of your calls. Appreciate it. It's a good and, show. And, and honestly, even though we didn't get to Juxtober, I, I do feel like this was a great show. Absolutely. Yeah, right? no. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I always enjoy talking to folks. So, you know, if they're anxious to, uh, to have something to say, you know, by all means, we'll clear the floor of what we were going to do for that day and uh, let you guys go. And sincerely, and I mean this, I do hope that that's something that another show, another FF14 podcast, figures out how to fill that void once we're gone. To let people, to let the FF14 community have their own voice. I think that's kind of important. I mean, if... I, I'm sure that there's going to be a rush to sort of fill the void that that we leave it's, when we step I away. Mean, I mean, yes, obviously, but but the the problem is when you look at all of the long-standing shows, you know, whether it's us, whether it's 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 Mister Happy or whoever else is still around. It's not just one thing to be like, all right, this is the type of show that we want. You also have right. to have the dedication to it. So even if someone does step up to fill our shoes, and even if they do a good job. I don't see them lasting long enough to really make that impression. I don't know. know. Maybe, you know what? Maybe it's not going to be an existing show. Maybe there's an entirely new show that's just waiting for us to clear the way. Mm. Who knows? Maybe. maybe. Who knows? But we invite anyone to step up to the challenge. And uh, that includes having open lines for your show. You know, we had a different plan for today. And then you guys decided, no, we want to talk about... We want to talk about whether this game's going to go free to play or not. Yeah, you guys made today's show. That's right. Brought to you by you. So, I mean, you know, hopefully someone else out there will try to mimic that. Fingers crossed. I don't I think know. Uh, uh, She Heals I Tank does a Colin segment on their show. Do they? Really? Good Because I heard, I was watching, listening to their uh, their live show once and they said something about calling in on Discord. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that. And then I never did. No. <laughs> well, uh, again, I, I, you know, I don't know who does it because I don't listen to any other 14 shows, but uh, hopefully if, if there aren't any that do, they consider taking calls anyway that's going to be it for uh limit break radio today uh, i want to thank everyone who called in everyone listening all uh 84 of you 
it's sad. Yeah, I know. Remember, remember the old days. The old days, we'd get like uh, three fifty. Four. I was gonna say that's that's not sad for this channel. That's about double what we usually get. Yeah. So well, hit, yeah. hit that follow button, even if you don't know what Checkpoint Radio is, and uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, I want to thank everyone uh, who uh, helps make this show possible, including Lloyd and Kooky, and of course for my crew, Juxtaposition and Kahlo Landis. I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kahlo Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and the Orzi are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Mary Kennett, Nexian Theta, Hirschfirsch, Talen Vieira, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with a Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. (laughs) 